Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, R.I.P. Master Shifu. Uh, news came down today. Master Shifu was robbed and killed in the Burger King in Philadelphia. He was 329 years old. Too young. I said his favorite quarterback was Troy Aikman or something like that. <laughs> he came around repping the Giants colors, I thought. What I heard. He was repping New York. Tragic stuff. Tragic, tragic stuff. Uh, I'm Brock Gordon. I'm Tommy Haley. And I'm Benjamin Duncan. And gentlemen, your initial reaction when I sent y'all that Master Shifu has been gunned down in a Burger King in Philadelphia. Like, damn. Damn. Sucks. One of the goats. Ben, you thought it was going to for real be Chicago. Isn't that what you said, or was that Tommy? That would have made it. Yeah, Tommy thought it was going to be Chicago, and I was like, if it was Chicago, then the the headline would have been Chirac or something. Yeah. But no. Master Shifu dead at 329, leading off Big Time Talkers this week. First party of the platypus getting killed in 2020, and now this. Shame. It's a shame, man. Gentlemen, other than that, how are we doing this week? Tired. Good. I'm tired? Oh, that's because you, Mr. Haley, went and watched something that you're refusing to tell me. Watched my bed knows. Did you see it tonight or yesterday? I went and saw it tonight. Ah... So I will turn it over for y'all for In the Weebs. Go ahead. Tommy? Huh? You gonna start that uh, off? Then, so that was on Sunday. I saw it today. Uh, actually, I probably saw both on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, because I went, I went Saturday and Sunday. That's right, yeah. I'm going, I went. Or no, I, I went, it was, it was Sunday, Monday. I went Sunday, Monday. That's what it was. Okay. Um, we were, I was, I thought about honestly going to see Mission Impossible, like an early screening of it. Just for the, the fact bridge. that I see, just for the fact, no, it's just for the fact that I wanted to see Tom Cruise just jump off a cliff. All that. Could you? Special ass voicemail. This isn't a doctor's office. And hurry your ass up. Oh, we're not doing We're going to talk about that. We're going to yes, talk we about are. that. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about what we're we'll talking about. Anyway, Ben and I are. We have finished seeing uh, Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. And Castle in the Sky. And tomorrow I'm going to see Castle in the Sky. So by the time this podcast comes out, I've already seen it. For fantastic movies and pieces of art. Yes. And August their their peak. Just, Next moment, okay. Peak. August fifth through the ninth. Yeah, oh. Princess Mononoke is August fifth through the ninth, and then go see the that wind ri- the wind yeah. rises and um Porco. and Porco Rosso are August twentieth through the twenty third, I believe. Twenty second. I already lost. Yeah. Why'd you turn your webcam on? 
is why not? <laughs> Dog, none of that us That has been in the weeds. Yeah, there you go. There you go, it's in the weeds. Don't get Tommy used to my new background, bro. Well, you did change right. it up from last week. I will give you that. It's true, yeah. I'm sitting, sitting, at, my sitting, desk. On your I'm sitting at my desk. It's finally cleared off. Have you finally moved in all the way now? No, I just have all... I, I actually moved my desk into my oh, room shit, because last week I didn't even have my desk in here. I just had a pile of crap in here. I moved all of my crap out into the hallway and I moved my desk and TV in here with my TV, my big massive one on my desk. Mm. As, as you see, big TV on desk. <laughs> big TV indeed. We got the 55 inch on the desk. We can watch one piece from the bed <laughs> and uh you have another little uh life update for those at home this uh, happened yes. saturday um it happened on friday friday so go on mr ben well, well um just a second he's currently like halfway in the box right now uh and we'll, we'll get him on here later he will make an appearance later we'll continue on but we have uh a new um a new mascot joining fuck you man it's still the mascot well yeah we have uh, a new associate that's joining and it is we have uh, Rocket the Tabby Cat. <laughs> Tell me, your thoughts yes. on Ben getting a cat? Okay, that's fine. I don't care. It's the only he's pussy he's going to get. Oh. Was, you, you, beat the, you beat me to the joke. You beat me to the joke, bro. And, and you, mean, know why? You, know, got some pussy in his life, you, you know You know why that's the only pussy he's gonna, ever going to get? Women are fake and don't exist. I like birds. <sighs> Well, okay, hold up. Which one of you there's has... A reason, there's a reason why, why BIRD stands for Basic Information Recording Drone, Tommy. Tommy, were you the one that said that you had some shit going on with a bird this week? Oh, yeah. I was coming home from work one day, and some fucking dumbass bird hit the top of my grandpa's truck. <laughs> like, it was flying low, and I didn't realize it until I heard a big-ass thud, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then it hit me, like, two minutes after, I'm like, oh, shit, I just hit a bird. Like this fucking dumbass. Idiot. Like, it was like a straight up, like, hard ass thud. I did check the top of the, the car, the truck. It wasn't, nothing was dented. But it sounds was like a, funny. Have a, a massive dead bird stuck on the top Speaking of the Speaking of funny. Yes, we can now get down. into this. Hey. Oh. Okay. Uh, let me turn it on the speaker. Why is it quiet? Give me a second. Which is like, I know you're a college graduate and all that, but you don't have to have a fucking professional ass voicemail. This is a doctor's office. Hey, hurry your ass up. So. For context, so I'm gonna call your so I'm gonna call your phone real quick. Do not answer it 
any means. Just let it ring, or just let it go straight to voicemail and listen to this, people. Hello, this is Benjamin Duncan. I'm currently unavailable to take your call at the moment. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will contact you as soon as possible. The tone. Homie, homie, but how old were you when you let, did this voicemail or this uh, greeting? Bro, voicemail? like 14, 15. Homie, when I call you and it goes straight to voicemail, I don't want to feel like I'm calling my freaking doctor's office to refill one of my prescriptions or getting Tommy, a prescription. Tommy, 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 the thing is, as soon as it hits 10 o'clock at night, my phone goes on do not disturb. Tommy. Part of the okay, reason why Brock was sitting out of my car and, like, dying of needing to piss for, like, an hour and a half. Did you hear in, that the uh, entire November. time you tried calling him? No, I didn't. He was like, hi, this is Benjamin Duncan. Please leave your name. Hi, hi, this is... an address. Hi, this is Benjamin Duncan. I'm the... your doctor. Oh, man. So, uh, this revelation of that caused me and Tommy to realize we don't have voicemails set up on our phones, so Tommy is going to set his voicemail up here live on air. Well, I'm not speaking, doing my live. Speaking just, of voicemail, I'm, not speaking doing of voicemail I'm, I'm just going to go along and uh, I'll tell you guys a story about my favorite voicemail I've ever heard. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, oh, boy. This, this, this award goes to a... Uh, a friend of mine's dad from uh, Scouts whenever I was younger. Oh, um, and uh, his voicemail, all it is, is it sounds like someone picks up the phone on the voicemail. And, like, the phone picks up and then it gets sat down on a table. And for 20 minutes, like, off and on, every, like, 30 seconds or so, you just hear kids, like, screaming in the background. <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes long. and And then it finally goes to, like... If you'd like to leave a message, wait for the beep after, like, 20 minutes. I, I'm just kids screaming off and on. I can do you one better, and this is a voicemail that I got. So I'm working, right? And I get off of work, and I see I have a voicemail from a 417 area code. And I'm going, who the fuck is calling me from, like, Springfield, Branson, Joplin? Who the fuck is that? Because, I mean, me and, uh, you know... Branson chick, who will remain nameless on this podcast, were dating, but I had her her number saved, right? And I swear to God, the entire voicemail that is left is just like a solid nine nine minutes of somebody just fucking, just the whole thing. <laughs> what? Just just two people fucking. Like, I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing the moans and, oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, who the fuck called me just to, just to fucking have people so I can hear them fuck? Who the hell is this? So, yeah, no, that that's my best voicemail story. Tommy, you got one? Nice. Um, no, not really, because all of them are just either stupid. I did have one voicemail. It was just silence, and then it's like, hello, please call back, and it's like some Indian guy, and it's like, it's like, I think, you know, yeah, no, this is what it was. It was like silence for like five minutes, and then like at the end of it, I hear some Indian accent, hello, sir, please pick up your phone, you need to call us back. I work for the United States government.
Well, I am AT&T customer service. How may I help you today? Oh, hello. I am with the IRS. Hello, my hello, my friending. I am with goat. <laughs> I am with goats. Why are we just ripping off Smitty <laughs> and Blarg fucking whatever. things? No, I know. Smitty, Blarg, and Soup. Why soup. are we ripping them off? What the fuck? I am with your mama. She a goat. <sighs> oh my god. Uh, well, instead of that no context, we'll be doing and watching Omaha Onslaught no co- out of context later on in this podcast episode. Gentlemen, would you like to go with the MLB update first or start with MIP of the week? I'd probably like to spin the wheel thing last week. Uh, no wheel this week. I got feedback okay. and the fans hated it. Because well, like not. we had nothing. Because that was like after a lot of shit that we did, and there's just nothing to do that week. So we're just like, all right, let's yeah. just pick it random. Uh, and I actually have a format this week. So, um, I guess we can do the MLB update or MIP. It doesn't really matter to me. Ben, which way do you want to go on it? I have a really good uh, MIP idiot for this week. All right. Well, then we'll go with MIP then. Mr. Benjamin Duncan, start us off with most idiotic this week. Oh boy, here we go. That's how you know it's going to be a good uh, one. With this day. one, uh, there's a, a few uh, pictures and a video that will be be getting sent to oh, General for you guys to uh, enjoy. Oh, okay, so this is about um, to be the. Mm. Here we are. Let's see. Um, the my idiot of the week goes to. Uh, Bryce of the UM system class of 2025 uh, student uh, who posts uh, himself drunk driving on the MU system class of 2025 Snapchat story Mm -hmm. Um, and him getting absolutely clowned on by all the other students in that chat. Um, And what I mean by that Uh, let's post this to general for your guys' consumption. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't don't think we don't think we forgot. Okay, I get sure. But anyway, as um, we have a the is Bryce a clown? Uh, voting yes, one hundred and thirty three to six. Um, uh, when I see some kid with a Coors in one hand and his phone in the other with a rat's nest for a hairdo doing 140 in his dad's car crossing the center line. Um, oh, my God. The small, child, it, the small child in the school crossing watching Bryce take another sip doing 145 in a 20. Jesus. Uh, POV, you see, POV, you see Bryce swerving towards you and your family of three in your rearview mirror. God damn. Uh, and finally, we have... Uh, along with Bryce, there's another person that constantly spams the class of 2025 story uh, named Imari. But um, going along with meme format, um, this definitely uh, took the cake for uh, the Bryce incident because he's constantly posting himself drinking and driving on the UM system class of 2025 Snapchat story uh, in his dad's uh, convertible. Um, How do we know it's his dad's? Wait, so this, wait, so this is a dead ass, a real person? Yeah. 
Uh, and you can see his picture in this Leave video. Leave me alone! You guys would like oh, to enjoy. Okay, I think I've seen one of these videos on TikTok. I think I know what it is now. <laughs> what the hell? Leave me alone! Got it. Okay, then. And Amari's just another story where she treats the, the UM system class of 2025 snapchat story as her own personal snapchat story where she just posts like 20 that, pictures a day pictures yeah all right then but uh yeah bryce is the idiot of the week for posting himself drunk driving and then just everyone clowning him all right well that is ben's mip of the week uh tommy hopefully yours is not uh, the thing that i posted because that's a separate it's segment. not because that is definitely a talking <laughs> point of what we're going to be talking about this, uh, this week. um Britney Spears and Britney Spears fans. Oh, God. Bro, Britney Spears fans on Twitter were going hard on uh, Victor Wimbanyama. Oh, for context. Oh, my God. So, the NBA Summer League has started, and plus, they also announced the in-season tournament. You know that... You know, like, that thing in Inside the NBA when they were explaining playoff scenarios and then they cut to Chuck just staring at... uh, uh, Ernie, and you just see the monkey with the symbols just going. Me, anytime somebody tries to explain basic math. And that that's basically what I was doing, like, reading and watching how they explain the end-season tournament. But anyway, back to Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> oh, NBA Summer League has started, and the Summer League is in Vegas. I think it's always been in Vegas for the past, like, couple of years yeah it used to be in orlando but now it's in vegas so and i believe britney spears has she, residency in vegas residency in vegas or she lives in vegas or something like that hang on, hang on gentlemen I don't hang know. on ready oh Bro. Crack, cracking up a cold one for this um so anyway and victor webinyama is there you know he's whole seven foot five self so i guess britney spears went up and tried to greet victor oh god and nothing happened Tapped him on the shoulder apparently yeah she tapped him on the shoulder mm-hmm. and didn't know who she was so he walked away and do anything britney based based bitch I, I was trying not to do the Britney bitch joke. Anyway, it comes out that Victor slapped her because she didn't. No, it wasn't him. It was it was one of his security guards. Yeah, it was like one of his security people that did it. But the that way, her, bro. way that it happened, but the way that she like said it or one of what her PR people said it, it made it sound like Victor was the one that did it. Jesus, even though. No. Even though, whole, even though there is a video, as clear as day, you see him walking away from Britney Spears, and you see one of the security people just slap Britney Spears. I mean, to be fair, show of hands, who wouldn't want to slap Britney Spears? I just want to uh, say, though, that uh, the comparison... My, like, my lawyer has informed me not to answer that question. Dude, your lawyer's been talking to you a lot recently. Is everything going all right? He has informed me not to answer that question. I was just gonna say I was I saw some pictures and videos from this situation. But, but, but this comes but this comes to my point. Have we not learned from the Johnny Depp stuff? 
Like, no. like, was that like a flash in the pan kind of thing? It's like, yeah, we kind of need to hear both sides of the story before we decide to attack a person. Uh, apparently, we had not, so. Because, like, this happened where it's like, oh, well, if one person said one thing and another said, and then, like, a day or two later when that story broke, you just see a bunch of people just mob mob him. And I'm like, and there was a tweet, and I completely wholeheartedly agreed. It was like, now I see why Jokic wants to leave the country every time the NBA season's over. Yep. He well, that just wants to go horses to race. Home. Yeah, no. he just wants to go home with horses. And he wants to race horses. He wants to race horses. He probably gets gets a free beer any place he walks in the country of Serbia, bro. And what is wrong with watching horses race? Hmm? What is wrong with it? But, I, guess it yeah. I guess it comes to me now, doesn't it? All right, so this is my most impressive and most idiotic at the same time. So uh, my most idiotic is Chief Saholic for being caught, and my most impressive yeah, is the government. Who snitched? Ladies and gentlemen, got him. And, and so, yeah, Chief Saholic is my R. most R. idiotic. R.I.P. to the Chargers uh, season, uh, season schedule video people. So, they got him. So my most idiotic is him, but my most impressive is the government actually doing something positive. Once. <laughs> For once, yeah. But yeah, most idiotic. Chief's a holic, you fucking dumbass. Can we so okay, are we done with oh, do we have to do most impressive? Yeah, yes. it's most impressive. Like I said, mine was the government actually doing something for once. So that kinda went in hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh mine's the National League. Are finally winning an all-star game. Ooh. Which will go into the MLB update. Yeah. Ben? Um, my most impressive goes to the man that Brock will forever fanboy over, I believe. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz. As This motherfucker, Ellie, I swear to God, I love him so much. Well, hey, Ellie, I have written a question since... He's doing all this. Can the Red, are the Reds just going to go ahead and pay him all the monies? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I was going to tweet something. I was going to tweet something out when that happened. It was like it was like the same question. Be like, are they going to you know give him all the monies? Yes. But Ellie De La Cruz stole all three bases in one inning the other day. From the very, it's fucking awesome to watch him play, though. And him stealing all three bases in the seventh inning the other day was the first time someone had stolen all three bases in one inning since Greasy Neal did it on August 15th, 1919 at the Polo Grounds. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Okay. Damn. All right. Beautiful. Greasy Neil. Greasy was the Neil. last person to do that. Greasy. Greasy Neil. Great name. Great fucking name. What a name. Oh, but then uh, speaking of, because Brock brought up the government, I just wanted to say something funny. 
Because uh, Brock brought up the was, man. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I was listening to it on the radio this afternoon after I was bringing Rocket back from the vet. But um, apparently there has been an inmate that uh, broke out of a prison in Pennsylvania by um, by stacking all of the gym equipment on top of each other to get over the the fence. Mm. And used uh, tied together blankets to climb his way down. And you tell me they haven't caught his ass doing that. No, they did not. Uh, due to um, their staffing shortages in Pennsylvania in the prison yeah. system. Yeah. And uh, so things aren't going very well since there's staffing shortages. And uh, he is currently uh, somewhere in the woods in the Pennsylvania New York border. Uh, the police are still looking for this man, and as I was talking to my mom about it earlier, uh, from one other thing that I heard about it on the radio, uh, good luck to everyone trying to find him, because he has been um, uh, referred to as a survivalist, and uh, they believe that he's been raiding campsites there along the woods, and uh, using everything he can find to uh, keep going. And survive out there in the woods of the Pennsylvania New York border. So, uh, good luck to trying to find this guy. So, what you're saying is he's gonna <laughs> do a Unabomber and just live out there for a bit. Then, when they find him, they're gonna put Pro- him up Probably, like, looking into in this jail. guy, like, the, looking into this guy, the guy's kind of, like, cracked at survival, my guy. What's he in prison for? Um, they were saying along the lines of either uh, assistance to murder or murdering someone. Oh, lovely. So, oh, very, very nice. Way to go, Pennsylvania. Very nice. Way to go, Pennsylvania. Nice. New York, good job. Fuck all that. Anyway, let's go into our MLB updates now. Mm, Tommy. The home run derby happened. Can we stop having dads throw out for their sons? No, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with a father and son doing throwing some doing some batting practice, my guy? There is nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's a time honored tradition. That's what. I mean, he also was switch hitting. So, I mean. But, hey, I know you were going to say this, Tommy. Shout out to Adley Rushman's sister. I know you're going to shout out Adley Rushman. Also, shout out to that kid that took a fucking 120 mile an hour line drive off of his head from Black Guerrero Jr. Adley Rushman's sister. Let's pull her. Let's pull her. Oh, here we go. Anyway, so. Oh, here we go. Well, Ben's pulling that up, and Here people are going to always go. ask, why do they have kids always do, you know, catch fly balls and all that stuff? Well, as someone who had the opportunity to do it when it was here in Kauffman Stadium, I will give you the answer. I think I've said this before. a shotgunning White Claws? What? And I think I've said this story before, but I've had, I almost had the chance to catch fly balls. From the home run derby back in, what was it, 2012? 
Yep, 2012. Bro, and people always wonder, how do kids get that chance to get on there? So here's how it is, and this is the best example. So State Farm was the title sponsor for the Home Run Derby that year, 2012. So what they so what they'll do is they'll get um like the families of people that like work for State Farm. So in this case, um, we're gonna call this person um, a Jerry. Jerry's family, uh, Jerry works for State Farm. He still does to this day. Shout out, uh, you know what, we'll call him Double J. Shout out Double J. It's not Jeff Jarrett, by the way. Just throwing that out. Damn it. He's not hitting anyone with a guitar shot? We're going to call him Double J. We're going to call him Double J. Double J works for State Farm, still does to this day. And he has two kids, you know, all that. We're great. We're still great friends. We're still talking. Like, my parents still talk to him. I think they went to high school with him. I don't remember. But either way, he works for State Farm. So what has Ben anyway, looking at? What has Ben looking at? And either way, um, and the um, MLB or State Farm reached out to uh, most of the you know insurance agents that work for State Farm that are in the Kansas City metro area and asked them, "Hey, do you want your kids to catch fly balls at the home run derby?" Like, if no, that's fine. We can just ask someone else. So that's basically how they do it with those families. They, like, I guess they had kids in the Seattle area, like, T-Mobile, like, people that work for T-Mobile, like, if they had kids or something like that, I guess T-Mobile reached out to them or something like that in that Seattle area or Washington State area. I don't know that area. And probably asked them, hey, do you want your kids to catch fly balls at the home run derby? At first, Double J was like, you know, my kids aren't going to want to do it, and they never ended up doing it anyway. But they had, I had the opportunity. They were like, you know, if they don't want to do it, Tommy can always do it for us, and he can go out on there. And I think it was like a couple years later my parents told me this i think i don't remember when they told me this i think it was like the year after or after the derby was over mm. but yeah that's that's the ultimate reason why kids are catching fly balls or sometimes they're just you know lucky you know on there drunk but kids. put drunk calls you know what they out need, there. so you know what they need but like, here's what they need to do for one year you know what they need to do drunk college kids they need yes, exactly. That's exactly what they need to do. They need to do a bunch of drunk college kids, because when you see a kid, when you see a kid get fucking pelted with like a hundred twenty mile an hour baseball in the head, which apparently he walked that off and he was good. Good for I, him. No, no, he wasn't. That kid was not. No, he was fucked up. That kid, that kid <laughs> fell like a bag of sand in the water. But they need to do a bunch of drunk, like, young adults. College kids. Like, college Like us. Uh, yeah. They need to get them fucked up, as fucked up it. as possible. Oh, my God. They need to get them as fucked up as possible and have them attempt to catch flyballs. Because it's funnier to see young adults and adults get injured trying to do shit like that <laughs> than just kids. Well, I, I, I can't fault your logic there. 
Well, sometimes it's also funny to see how terrible some of the kids are in the outfield trying to catch fly balls. Like, come the fuck on. Listen, we'll that's for another thing for another time. But as I was uh laughing and you guys were like, I wonder what he's looking at. Um you had mentioned uh Mr. Uh, Rutschman's uh, sister, mm-hmm. and uh, going off of uh, an article from the New York Post, um, his uh, sister, uh, Josie, let's see, quoting, directly quoting somebody in this article, it says, uh, Rutschman just put up 27 home runs switch hitting, yet the cameraman won't take the camera off his smoke show sister. Game respect game. Ben, have you and seen the pictures of? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking right now. But um, it also mentions that uh, Adley Rutschman's sister gained just a thousand followers in thirty seconds <laughs> after last night. And um, a Sever fan joked, "Rutschman's sister about to gain some new IG followers." And uh, as of as of this morning. She had eleven thousand followers on the dot. She's got like as of as of right now, she's currently sitting at nineteen thousand. Okay, but not as much as I think. Ben is now one of those followers. I'm not. Hey, can we talk about a certain? Oh, uh, football player? Cause I know she's she's pretty, but she's not my type. I'll just we'll, say that. We'll, we'll get there, Tommy, but I would like to uh, bring up the fact that ESPN claimed that Vlad Guerrero Jr. is, uh, what was it, Dominican-born is what they put on his, uh, or whatever born on his uh, plate when he won. He's only the second ever. Yeah, he's not, fr- he was born in Montreal. So he's 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 Canadian. They're trying to say he was from his, some Hispanic country. Been waving at Rocket. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's also the first father son duo. You are correct. To win the Derby. Yes. Which that actually is kind of cool. Let's be honest here. That's really cool. Yep. As. Vlad Sr. won it in 2007, and Jr. won it in 23. He won it? He won it in 07? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Really? 2007? I'm not yeah. that old. Damn. What was Hamilton? That... Oh. Wasn't that 12? No, it was not, it was not 12. Because that Yankee Ball was Stadium. here, and we booed the show Robinson Cano. And a top five Kaufman moan of all time. As an all time Kaufman moan right there. It was all the, because all because they didn't put Billy Butler in the home run derby. All oh, because of that. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. The year after last year. It was in Yankee one. Stadium that because it was in old Yankee Stadium that year. It was like the last time that it was gonna host it, so anyway. All right, Tommy. We can you know, talk. We can talk about that certain you know, football player now. Now I know it's July. We're a couple of weeks away from training camp reporting, but 
man, certain players just love to keep the drama high during the offseason. First of all, I would like to say it's very based that the official NFL account decided to post the entirety of Super of uh, twenty eight the twenty eight three game of the Super Bowl, like the whole thing, like the whole from the from start to finish, the entire game of Falcons Patriots is on Twitter for you to watch. Once again, giving Falcons fans PTSD and everyone else the joy of watching them blow. Yet again, another 28-3 lead. <laughs> but um, let's talk about a certain Chiefs player. A certain Chiefs player is Kadarius Toney this time. The man who's who got a Super Bowl ring put on his middle finger just for New York Giants fans. Yes. So, speaking, speaking of that... Um, we have a, apparently, this was today, by the way, his, um, he w- his Twitter account was hacked huh. and, and I, he, and he claims that someone was using like voice memos. Cause we, I guess you can send those on Twitter now. You can. I'm going to abuse the shit out of now, now that I know that. Um, Tommy, Tommy that- accidentally has his voice turned on and it's like big booty Latinas. It's just that over and over and over again. <laughs> so I got lotion on my dick. I'm just stroking my dick with lotion on it. <laughs> As but, you're saying, um, sorry. So apparently he claims that his uh, Twitter was hacked and he uh, and someone that wasn't him, totally wasn't him, <laughs> was sending voice memos to uh, Giants fans and being like this. So we're going to play every... We're going to There's about... So there's like... There's like four voice memos. Five, I think, actually. So here is the first one. As these people block. Here's the first one. He's talking about Miss Benny Jones. Apparently he missed me. Fuck ass, nigga. I can show you the call off. Bitch ass, nigga. He calling me, blowing me up. Fuck, nigga. Fuck you talking about, hoe ass, nigga. I don't give a fuck about no music shit you talking about, bitch ass, nigga. You ain't slid on no block. You ain't pulled up on me yet. You ain't talking about shit but then my DM, nigga. Pull up, nigga. Oh, shit the fuck up. Well, tell that nigga stop calling me then if he don't miss me. Fuck ass, nigga. Get your pussy ass on my DM, nigga. Unless you drop in the attic. Fuck, nigga. So that's the first two voice memos, by the way. Here is the next couple one. These are both 11 seconds apiece. No ad if I say pussy as a motherfucker, hoe ass nigga. You ain't gonna say no ad if I say drop that bitch. Fuck ass nigga, give a fuck about you talking about music, bitch. I need to listen to content in that music. Fuck nigga, get your ass zipped up by your fuck boy. Here's the second one. shit, boy, because you ain't on shit on my mama. I know this for a fact, boy. Just because you in my DM, you ain't talking about shit, boy. You know exactly what the fuck I look like. Nigga, catch me in public, nigga. So the tweet also says, once again, KT has verbally assaulted another person. I feel like a victim. I haven't stopped shaking since I received the daunting threat at 2 a.m. last night. I demand action from the NFL. (laughs) Then he responds after that voice memo and says, my point. I'm lame. (laughs) I'm not going to finish that. That's so stupid. Here are a couple more. This one's 44 seconds long. Jesus. Worry about you or what you talking about at all. You talking about music, woo, woo, but I don't give a fuck. Leave it listening content in that music, nigga. Get your fucking ass zipped up by y'all that talking. And none of this internet shit, boy. Catch me in real life, bitch ass, nigga. See what the fuck happened to you, bitch ass, nigga. Get your ass zipped up by your fuck boy. 
bitch ass nigga, you ain't gotta know me, fuck ass nigga, you on my DM, so bitch ass nigga, you know something about me, fuck nigga, fuck you talking about, man, you just fuck on that sorry red team over there, man, get the fuck on my DM, man, like you want something, I ain't on that bitch ass typing all that text and shit, nigga, like I said, nigga, get up me in real life, nigga, you know exactly what the fuck I look like, nigga, and some more shit, nigga, fuck you talking about all that weekend internet shit, bitch. Then here, here's one more. <laughs> don't worry about me. You worry about my hamstrings. Don't worry about me. Like a little bitch. Boy, I don't fuck with you or your whole ass five adopted children, my nigga. I don't miss playing with Danny. I don't miss Giants. I don't miss none of you pussy ass niggas. Your bitch ass in my DM talking like you like that. You ain't no shit, nigga. You ain't seen no ad in no nothing. Bitch, get out my fucking DM. You pussy, boy. Pussy ass nigga talking about injuries. Bitch, you sitting at home, ain't did shit. You watching me be great. Fuck ass nigga. You and your whole ass nigga, Danny Jones. Nigga, big ring. Pussy. <laughs> then, then this one, I'm going to post it on the Discord real quick. This is what, he, this is the last one. It wasn't an audio one, but it was just a one. And then he says, the fuck is this ugly ass MF? Focus on lipo and some other shit instead of me. <laughs> Uncalled for, bro. What? Damn. Man, he really hates the city of New York. On God. What happens when you get when you don't do shit and get a ring with a team that like dog? I was like seeing this. I was like, what the fuck is Kadarius Tony training? <laughs> like, is he performing actually good in training camp for the Chiefs? And no, it's that. I was like, the fuck? I can't tell if he's salty that he got traded to the Giants mid-season. Because that was a mid-season trade, right? From the Giants to the Chiefs, yes. It happened, like, during the season. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. But he was, he was injured during the, the, the trade over from the Giants to the Chiefs. That's why he didn't play much. Right, and then he just basically, he did nothing, and everyone was like, can't believe Kadarius Tony did absolutely jack shit and still got until the playoffs. Oh yeah, that's right. Until the playoffs, and he absolutely outperformed it. All Giants fans were like, "What the fuck was this when he was with us?" And it was like, "Oh, because he was injured." But yeah, anyway, that's, that was fucking funny. <laughs> like, first of all, it was stupid of him to do this. Yeah, he seemed very angry that nobody dropped an at. Adam. Right? <laughs> that's, that's very true. But another thing is, this man's going to get a hefty fine. He might get suspended like a game or two, probably. Is this a jersey that came in? Yeah, the New Jersey boys. Hold up, hold you up. know who it is? Uh, what is it? He was on my fantasy team this last year at one point. I don't know if it, if it was in our league or my other one. James Conner? No. Oh, I don't know. That was, that was going to be my guess. <laughs> really? Do you know who it is, Tommy? No. Does Brock know who it is? Silence says yes. <laughs> It was on sale. It was on sale for twenty five dollars. Of course it was. Twenty five dollars. Of course it was. Because he was ass. 
Ass. For the entire time James Conner was injured? Ass. No. Ass. No. For the six weeks James Conner was out, he balled out and won me games in my other fantasy league. And then James Conner came back, and then Eno Benjamin got pissed he wasn't getting playing time, and then they traded him to the Texans, and then he got cut. Ass. <laughs> my point. But it has my name on the back of the jersey, and it was 25 bucks. You know, I'll listen, take it. Tommy, you should be proud. I haven't made a uh, trip to uh, NFL shop or MLB oh, shop for you. in like three, three, four months. But now that Ben's got that in, guess what I'm about to oh, do? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yes. No. That's a jersey set. <laughs> Guess who's getting the that can be added. That red jersey can be added to my solid orange Bears Nick Foles jersey and my neon lime green Russell Wilson Seahawks jersey. And your graduation present. And my gray TJ Hawkinson jersey. <laughs> uh, Tommy, I'm getting a... Who would you uh, send me, Tommy? Oh, who knows? Huh? I'm getting him a... Oh, boy, Asmongold. Hmm. I'm I'm going to be getting a, 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 a an Ellie De La Cruz jersey, I think. Uh, okay, that's acceptable. That's fine. Yes. You break your three month, like three to four month dry spell on Ellie De La Cruz jersey. That's fine. And Joey Votto. If it's some random ass, if it's some random ass person. And Joey Votto. Then it would not be worth it. And Joey Votto. Okay, that's that's fine. And Matt. No, that's fine. And Spencer Steer. Maybe just Vonda Alexi Lee, Diaz. Not Spencer Steer. Mainly. Also, uh, can we talk about the MLB draft real quick? Uh, yeah, because that would be part of the MLB update. Yeah. What in the fucks? I don't know. The, I didn't watch the draft. The only thing I saw was everyone just absolutely berating Rob Manfred with booze, and he had so many. Have you seen? Did you have you guys watch that video? No, it's glorious, dude. He got so fucking pissed that, that they were booing the shit out of him when he was announcing the Astros pick. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, he got genuinely, genuine, grade A pissed off. Resign. See, see if I can find. See if I can That's all I can video. say to him. Resign. Ooh, while Tommy is searching for this, Fucking I can talk about some random Rob stuff. Rob a uh, bitch. Damn! Holy hell. Tommy holding nothing back. Um, God damn. While, uh, all wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Where's the lie? There is no lie. He, I do not like Rob Manfred. Eventually, we're going to have to do a list breaking down all the worst things Rob Manfred's done. That link. Uh, this all of them. Uh, <laughs> the Ghost Runner, number one. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh, it wasn't on. Wait, that's the that's the wrong one. That's that's the wrong one. 
for me to like fucking Bro, Roger Goodell he gets booed more him. than Roger Goodell which is fucking yeah but nobody gets booed more than Gary Bettman who's he again the commissioner to for the NHL nobody gets booed as much as Gary Bettman by the way how long till Raul Banyas just becomes commissioner please he'd make it so much he'd make them will be so much more fun to watch he just comes out he's like alright first thing Fuck that ghost runner. Ghost runner gone. <laughs> He'd immediately get so much support behind him if he did that. Uh, speaking of things that uh, get support, we have some stuff to talk about in the world of college football. Yeah, what, what's up with this? And we will throw it to the man who I know has the scoop on this, Mr. Benjamin Duncan, our college football correspondent. Mr. Oh, ben, boy. Tell us what the situation is going on in Chicago right now. Oh, at Northwestern? Yes. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. This well, um... Because <laughs> Northwestern has Because as soon as you're done with that, uh, I have some stuff to uh, talk about when it comes to an entire conference basically revolting against the NCAA. <laughs> well, uh, Northwestern has fired 17-year head football coach Pat Fitzgerald amid hazing allegations within the program. And uh, from what I've been seeing, things are, uh, from these accusations, are pretty bad. And uh, a lot of players are like, yeah, he, yeah he, he knew about all this. And so, oh, yeah. uh... Yeah. Not good. He is bye-bye. That seriously... That's all I really have, but Damn, it's just ben. like... Damn yeah, it. He, 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 he really gone. Like... I was expecting you to... How old was he there for? Let me like see. Seven? 17 seasons. Dude, that's so crazy to think. Like, it doesn't... It's kind of weird that he's been there for that long. Let's see. So I saw an interesting stat. The longest uh, tenured head coach is still Iowa's head coach. Now the That's second, perfect. Now yeah, the who's been head second, coach since 2006 at Northwestern. Now the second longest head or longest tenured head coach in the Big Ten. Any guesses? Any guesses? Any guesses? I don't know, bro. Jim Harbaugh? James Franklin. 
at Penn State. Damn, that's actually. Oh, yeah, here we go, Brock. That's great. Uh, that's so crazy. Gentlemen, um, we have. Over the course of the hazing investigation, nearly a dozen Wildcat football players said the issue was systemic, dating back many years, and included forced participation, nudity, and sexualized act of degrading nature. Isn't there a racist there, too, or something like that? A, I former, player, a former player who asked only to be known as Ramon recounted one particularly crude what? locker room rich, hazing ritual known as the car wash. The idea was, just like you think of a car wash, you were being clean, but people's genitals were out. It wasn't something you want to watch others go through and then having to do it yourself. Uh, What? I don't want to know. Listen, dude, all I'm going to say is, in high school, we were hazed as freshmen when we came on the varsity team, but the worst it was was just one of the senior guys jumping up naked on your back. So their balls are the big North Navy baseball team. team compared to the car wash. JV North baseball team. No, that was one dude, and that was not amazing. Oh, that was no, that was something. A season canceled. Way <laughs> different. That was drastically different. Yeah. That wasn't hazing or anything. That I'm, that was just, that was something different. I'm still friends with that guy. <laughs> like so I still talk to him semi regularly. It fucked him up mentally. No shit. Of course it would fuck you up mentally. My question is, why were they there unsupervised to where they could get to that stuff? But, you know, whatever. Well, how did they oh, and, uh, have that stuff in the first place? Uh, question. Funny enough, uh, gentlemen, as well, I saw... Um, I saw... Uh, Former Liberty North quarterback Jake Van Dyne at the gym yesterday. Mm. And Stanford he was wearing the or, he was wearing or the Oregon Athletics backpack. And um, I checked their uh, football roster for the season, and he is no longer with the team. Yep. Hmm, interesting. Probably because of Bo Nix. Uh, probably because Coach Jones also left. Oregon? Really? He really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Is he gonna go back to North then? No. No. He's just gonna stay over there in the Pacific Northwest. I, I don't would. know what he's doing. I heard he's he got hired somewhere man. else, but I don't remember where. Sorry, but Brock, you were. Let's continue this going. Keep oh yeah. The conference that's revolting. Yeah, what is... Yeah, I saw... You sent something. You sent a tweet about this, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? What am I looking at? The UAC, which for those of you who don't know, is the United Athletic Conference, plans to elevate themselves to FBS in an unprecedented move in college football. With only the CAA, which is Colonial Athletic Association, briefly entertaining the idea two decades ago. Should the NCA veto the entire conference's promotion, the obvious solution would be to separate 10 invitations to the er, to Conference USA, rounding out the Conference USA at 20 teams, and would provide Ooh. depth, stability, Jeez. and more importantly, key regional rivalries. 
Oh, <clears throat> nice. Gentlemen, okay. are you ready for this, what the conferences would look like? Yes. We shall start in the East Conference, if this was to happen. Liberty University. Eastern Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Middle Tennessee State. Austin PV State University. Kennesaw State. FIU. University of North Alabama. Jacksonville State. And the University of Central Arkansas. Dude, that, that, the, those Tennessee and Kentucky rivalry games would go crazy. It'd, they'd be insane. Are you ready for this fucked up West Division? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. First in the West Division, Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. I heard enough. Stephen F. Austin. Sam Houston State, Tarleston State, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, UTEP, Abilene Christian, New Mexico State, Utah Tech, and Southern Utah. Them Utah games would go crazy. By the way, that would mean that there would be five schools from the state of Utah in Division One. FBS college football. Awesome. <laughs> More than the state of Missouri, state of Nebraska, state of Kansas combined. So yeah, there's a there's a, there's a fucking uprising going on right now in college football. That's crazy. I support. So God, who just sent what? Yeah, yeah, Tommy, you do be eating shit like that in Louisiana. Oh, that's some, uh, nah, that's some shit some people will eat in fucking Maryland. They throw some old bay on that bitch and call it good. Oh my god, alright. It is now time for Ben's list of things. We have a doozy this week, folks. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, that shit's about to get real. He said doozy. Yeah, that's that's and white would, people. Would you for. like me to include uh, who he played for in my list, or is that just something? That's going to be at the end. I have it written down. Um, good. Good, uh, good, 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 good. After who's your daddy and who's worst? Um. All right. Well, we shall. Oof. Starting off. Oh boy. With the NFL. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, God. Um, the August 5th enshrinement of the 2023 class will bring the membership of the Pro Football Hall of Fame to 371 inductees, an exclusive club honoring the best of the best. Too but there's another group of NFL. Out. But there's another group of NFL players that isn't quite as prestigious, and its membership doesn't come with a bronze bust or gold jacket. According to Pro Football Reference, oh one thousand four hundred and thirty-two NFL player, one thousand four hundred and thirty-two men have appeared in exactly one career NFL game. <laughs> one. For some, playing even one game is considered an unlikely success story. For others in the club, there are traces of disappointment. Whatever the circumstances, this is an undeniably exclusive group. Approximately one percent of NFL players reach the Hall of Fame. But these cup of coffee guys also B 
beat another set of incredibly long odds, less than 1% of college football players make it to the NFL. But out of these 1,432 men that have appeared in one career NFL game, um, just to give an example of one of these players who's only played in one career NFL game, uh, Swag Kelly. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Boy. All right. Um, Next... Um, next up, we're going to talk about Daniel Jones. No, um, no, we just talked about him. We just talked about him. Yes, but, um, re- reportedly, Daniel Jones was asking for $47 million a year from the Giants per, uh, The Athletic. When Jones hired new representation in February, it was reported they were looking to get Jones $45 million per year or more. In the end, he ended up taking forty million. I still find it funny that he was forty-seven. For... I still find it funny that he was asking for Patrick Mahomes' money, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, bro, you may be okay, but you're not gonna get fucking fifty million a year. Oh yeah, that's off. not happening, boy. Off the New York. Like, the New York newspapers would be if that happened. You know, but you know how awesome sports radio would be in New York if that actually yeah. happened? Yeah, that'd be nuts. Um, Why did you post Marty Robbins? It's the full uh, big iron for you right there, my boy. Oh, I don't um, need that. It's on my Spotify. Next, um, Netflix is set to secure a $50 million 10-episode docu-series on Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Oh, boy. <laughs> they going to talk about uh, what he did in his younger days in that docu-series, you think, or no? Well, you see, we used to just lynch him up in the streets there in Oklahoma, there in Arkansas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, uh, the Kardashians might be making their Fuck way em. to the NFL. Fuck them. Um, Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian were super flirty with each other at the Fanatics CEO's annual white party, a source told the Daily Mail, alleging the duo was... Yeah, he's getting muted for that. I don't... No, we're no, we're good on that one, Ben. Also, also uh, I forgot to add one to, to one of my most idiotic persons, uh, Adam22. Okay, okay. You're getting muted, too. Okay. Next up, um, Tom Brady lost $30 million in the collapse of the cryptocurrency company FTX. Um, Sadly, after 14 seasons, Bengals punter Kevin Huber has announced his retirement over the weekend. Mm. Legend. Hunting legend. 14 years. Next up. What the hell are you doing? You're unmuted. No. Okay. Where's this next one? Um, sorry, I got. It's just I have a lot of stuff to talk about. Here, here we go. You better um, fucking unmute me, you fat motherfucker. You know we you have um, done that, right? But you know, we have. Uh, we have figured out the reason Richard Sherman has come out and announced uh, the reason why he retired. Um, future Hall of Fame cornerback Richard Sherman says covering Eagles wide receiver Devonta Smith. Helped force him into retiring. Sherman said he was trying to guard Smith. 
He doesn't finish his stuff on He was trying to guard Devonta Smith and chasing him around. Said, please don't throw him the ball, please. My coach is looking at me on the sideline like, hey, you want to come out? You want to come out? I'm like, yeah, but they're in a hurry up. So I'm like bailing out. At that moment, I was like, yeah, this is probably my last year. I don't got it for these young dudes right here. Fair enough. Um, see, then is Brock wow, Mitchell. Crazy overrated Brock, corner is no longer able to play. How horrible. As Brock mentioned earlier, Chief Zaholic has been arrested. Yeah. With the things. After four months on the run, uh, he being arrested by uh, the Kansas City FBI, uh, Lincoln Police, FBI Sacramento, FBI Oklahoma City, FBI Minneapolis, FBI Omaha, and FBI Memphis in this joint operation. Like I said, the government actually got together and did something for once. And then we have... uh, You were saying, Tommy? The fact that they let him be on the run for, like, what, four months months. is absolutely crazy, though. Um, I think we had talked about it just here recently, but, um, or, like, the the thought of it happening, but, uh, J.J. Watt almost signed with the Steelers in 2021 to play with his brothers. They were on the list, J.J. Watt said, of the Steelers when reflecting on his decision-making process. It certainly would have been awesome to play with my brothers, but T.J. was also going through the contract situation there, so the last thing I wanted to do was come in and take any money away from his contract. Fair. What? That shouldn't have mattered. You you had a chance to play with your brothers. That would have been one of the greatest NFL moments of all time, having all the brothers play. Look, I may not be a Steelers fan, but that would have been fucking awesome. Just as a football fan, that would have been so cool to see. All three brothers on the same exact team playing. But and then they, finally, all three would not have been on the field at the same time. Oh, that's right. they'd be on the same team at least, but same team though, still. But, but you wait. Do you think Dirk Watt could have played fullback for or uh, played a uh, middle linebacker for one play? Think no, he would have known how to just do that? for one play. It doesn't matter if it's just one play is fine. It doesn't have to be anything special. <laughs> like even if and it's preseason, fine. he just he just goes out there. Just one, just one play. It doesn't yeah, even matter. Ends up picking off a pass, runs Last it back for a touchdown. Game, Turns out he should have been a middle linebacker his entire career. Turns into another all-pro. All three are all-pros. Stillers go to the Super Bowl. Finally, for the NFL section, um, we have some... Uh, Surprising new information coming out about Matt LaFleur, if you guys like to know. Um, he likes getting pegged. No, but it, it, I feel like it's up there. <laughs> what um, the hell? Packers head coach Matt LaFleur's now infamous declaration that players gotta wake up with their piss hot hits differently after you learn that. During his time with the Texans, he... Kyle Shanahan and the other young coaches were referred to collectively as the Piss Boys. <laughs> what? Him, Kyle Shanahan, and the other coaches on that Texans team. 
were referred to as the Piss Boys. The Piss Boys. That sounds like some like random ass PS4 group party or something like nah, that. No, this bro. that's one of those clans that you formed in a Halo or in uh, so Call of Duty with that, your that brother, is, with that the is boys. That is Halo Reach clan name, by the way. <laughs> Piss Boys. Hey, what clan are you um, in? Piss. Uh, piss. All right. Now piss into... Boys. Jesus Christ. Speed, speed running the MLB here. Uh, Mike Trout has been placed on uh, injured list until probably September after breaking a bone in his hand, and he did have successful surgery over the weekend, but he's out until sub- September. Um, Padres designated Nelson Cruz for assignment. He's still in the league? Yes, surprisingly. Um, Yankees pitcher Jimmy Cordero has been suspended for the rest of the season under the MLB's domestic violence policy. Um, Zach Grinke has been placed on the injured list with shoulder tendonitis. Um, Tommy, I found another reason why uh, Julio Rodriguez should become our favorite player. Um would you like to know why, Tommy? Sure, go ahead. Um, Julio Rodriguez was uh, interviewed the other day, and um, he explained why he loves uh, anime and especially Naruto. Um, okay, Naruto is my favorite anime. He was basically hold on, hold a no- up. Hold up. Hold up. No. No. But he said he was quoted saying. He was basically a nobody, and he became the most important person when he was nobody. A lot of people would say, oh, you're watching a cartoon, but are you listening to what this cartoon is saying? I love watching cartoons of people getting beheaded in 4K. (laughs) Uh, Next, um, Sean Murphy hit Atlanta's 167th home run to set the MLB record for most by a team before the All-Star break. Hey, Tommy, what does this lineup do? Fuck. Dude, this lineup fucks. Dude, that's so insane. And the fact that, the, you know, Matt Olson is also producing for him and how they just got, basically got him. And everyone was, in, I still say this, like how everyone was worried that, like, even last year, they're like, oh, they're going to do without, you know, they're going to be shit without Freddie Freeman and all that. Like, he was the hard lead. They're doing just fine without him. If yep. not, better. Yeah. So it's so much better. Slime was fucking even harder. Then we have um, former Yankees pitcher Jamison Tallion, who pitched an absolute gym for the Chicago Cubs the other day, <laughs> led the Cubs to their first ever victory at either version of Yankee Stadium. Because the Cubs were formerly 0-12 in the Bronx all time. The fact giving they only the Cubs their first ever times win. before then, in the sorry, over 100 what? years both teams have played, is insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're just the two of the most, you know, historic teams. Historic franchises. Yeah, most two of the historic most teams in the history. franchises in MLB history. No, in any sport, in any sure. sport. Yeah, they've only reasons. played. They've only played each other in New York 
fucking 12 times before this game. Bro, what? That is so That's And insane. you also have to think about that a, a, a good chunk of those 12 games from before uh, were from when the Cubs were swept in the World Series twice in the 1930s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's also true. So, you know, there's two. Well, right, there's, they both played there's each other right in there. the Bronx 12 times. Before this weekend. Before this weekend. So they've played, what, 15 times now in the Bronx? So, Something like that. So we can assume they've played. 14, 15. They've maybe played 30 times maybe all time? No, they've played, in, they played in, on the north side in Chicago a bunch of times. But, yeah. like. In the Bronx. <laughs> that's that's so crazy. Yeah. Crazy? That was crazy once. Stop. Rock me in the room. Please, stop. Ever room. Ever room. Ever room with rats. rats. And rats that's made me crazy. Crazy? crazy? I was crazy, crazy once. once. Rock me in the room. A rubber room. A rubber room with rats. And rats make me crazy. Rats make me crazy. Crazy? crazy? I was crazy. <laughs> I was crazy. Gay? I was gay once. Whoa! Chemicals okay. In the water. Okay. No, they didn't want. Well, there was someone that. Okay, and that's enough of that. God. But it was just crazy to see that it was a full Yankees pitcher. Crazy? I was crazy motherfucker. Anyway, Tommy, I don't know why you're putting your finger up. You've been hold unmuted. On, hold on. <laughs> Ones. Listen, just listen. A water pond. A water pond with chemicals. The chemicals turned me gay. Gay? I was gay once. They put me in a pond. A water pond. A water pond with chemicals. The chemicals turned me gay. Get it? Get it? Get it? Are you saying that they're 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 but I just find it funny that it was a former Yankee that led the Cubs to a win over the Yankees in that game. Mm. Um, next up, um, Detroit threw a three uh, combined no-no the other day over the weekend. If you guys didn't know, over mm. they threw a, a no a combined no-no against Toronto of all teams. Um. Uh, the com- the combination of Matt Manning, Jason Foley, and Alex Lang gave Detroit the 2-0 win over Toronto. Um, in good Royals news, Ryan Yarborough pitched what? a win versus what? the Guardians what? in his good. return from injury after two months. Good news for the Royals? What? That's not a thing. Get out of here. Then also, it's just the Guardians can't hit against a lefty. Um, <laughs> that's, that's actually, nah, that's actually, that's actually very accurate. That's so never, can't. <laughs> that is so, that is so painfully true. Just oh, saying, man. Um, I was like, you know, it's funny. I saw a final. I'm like, oh, the, the Royals finally won a game, and then I realized, I'm like, oh, that's right. Cleveland is fucking shit against left-handed pitchers this season, and we threw a left-handed pitcher out there. So hang on. Really but it's just good that a pitcher coming back from injury that was lefty one. So, so do you think they would have swept the Guardians if everyone they started all left-handed pitchers? Who are left-handed pitchers in the system that are starters that we could have called up? Is it is Angel I Zerpo? Know. I don't know. Is Angel Zerpo know. lefty? To, it's like it's like are you a pitcher? Marsh yeah. is Marsh a lefty? 
like there were options. By the way, I'm still um, mad that the Royals didn't draft that absolutely cracked reliever that Wake Forest had. So oh, mad cocaine about that. guy? Yeah, cocaine dude. Um, the one that snorts pre-workout. Tom Tommy was probably busting when he heard the news that uh, Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz went number one and number two in the draft. Uh, first ever college yeah. teammates to ever go one and two. Good it was pretty obvious. Great. Absolutely that was busting. Um, the Royals drafted high school catcher Blake Mitchell at number eight. Dude, I literally, know. literally I the fucking catcher from Virginia was available. If we were going to go catcher, we could have gone with him. He was way fucking I don't know how do I feel about They've always had that thing where they don't want to, like, draft like prep school catchers yet here they go and draft a prep school catcher they also had Rhett Locker available they could have gotten him he was from Wake Forest he was fucking stellar for them oh this team makes me mad dude notice how I haven't been wearing royal stuff recently there's a reason cause they fucking suck cause I don't want dude that's why I'm buying a whole bunch of Reds gear. It's like, fuck it. If Next you up, don't want to um, know what you're doing, I'm just going to go be a Reds fan from now on. I have a Brock's newest baseball jersey that he will be buying once this kid makes it up to the majors. Um, the Seattle Mariners drafted high school shortstop Colt Emerson in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Out of uh, some high school in uh, Ohio. That's um, not a real place. Ohio doesn't exist. All right, everybody, quick. Uh, name the top five selling MLB jerseys before the All-Star break. Uh, uh. Joe Otani's number one. Uh, 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 uh Joey Votto? No. Because for whatever See, reason, Joey Votto just has a whole bunch that always sell, probably because Joey Votto's a fucking goat or something. I don't know. Am I right on Shohei? Shohei's number two. What? Julio? Is Julio on that list? He is not. Mike Trout. Nope. (laughs) Bryce Harper. Nope. Uh, Arnold Acuna. Number one. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's not. That's a go figure. Okay. Um. Um. Corey Seager. Ooh, no. That would have been a good guess. He's probably know. top 10, but not top 5. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. No. Oh, I'm just mm. trying to go with Ooh. non-Americans at this point. Non-American stars. Aaron Judge. Number 4. Okay. Well, you know. Figured. You're missing number 3 and number 5. Rosarena. No. That's a good, oh, that's a interesting. Good one. That's a good one. I would have thought that too. Uh, what's his fucking nuts from the Marlins? God damn it. He's batting 400 right now. Oh. Areas? No. Damn it. He's, he's batting like 300 now. Oh. Ah. Like 383, but it's 383 now, but still though. Um. Hmm. Nolan Arenado. You mean to say number? No. 
Funny enough, he might get traded here soon. We might see. Oh, shit. And actually, no, he's actually not joking. I know he's that. not. He might. Please um, welcome the newest member of the Seattle Mariners. Not Julio Rodriguez? No, I already said that. Oh, you're saying. That was my Number five, game. Jose Altuve. Boo. What? Don't know, don't know how. <laughs> number four, number four, Aaron Judge. Yeah. Number three. Fernando Tatis Jr. Boom. Number two, Shohei Otani. And number one, Ronald Acuna Jr. Hey, well, Rosalina is not top five. Damn, yeah. I would have thought he totally would have been top five in Jersey sales. Mm, maybe international, um, but I don't know about domestic. Next up, uh, Julio Rodriguez absolutely blasted the polar bear and set the record at 41 home runs in the first round of the home oh, run derby. He did what? He, he did, did what? Blasted the polar bear. He did what? He bent the polar bear over. Bro. Oh my god! Whoa! In Minecraft. But Julio Rodriguez was cranking in Seattle. <laughs> he was bro. doing what? He was cranking in he, Seattle. He was cranking. He was cranking. Yes. He was cranking. What was he cranking? Home runs. Back in nineties, bro. <laughs> He's got lotion on it, apparently, huh? Is that what you're saying? Uh, cranking and then, lotion? overall, as Tommy mentioned, we as we mentioned earlier, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. beat Randy Arozarena to win the home run derby, joining Vlad Senior 2007 as first father son champs. Um, if you noticed, gentlemen, the Royals drafted a pitcher we saw pitch during uh, the College World Series in Omaha. And I'm actually impressed by this. Yes, we did. We watched him pitch, Tommy. We watched him uh, pitch for Oral, actually. Yes. The Royals are got Oral. Yeah! Uh, Josh Widener is the pitcher that we saw in Omaha, and he got drafted by the Royals. And if memory serves right, he looked pretty good against Florida. He was that <laughs> one that uh, got yeah, out of that jam. He, he was the one that got out of that jam, Tommy. So, you know what? As much as I'm going to hate on that first pick because the guy f- from Virginia was right there and who know and you know Rhett Looker was still available and all that. It was in one of the later rounds too. Yep, exactly. Um they also got that guy from Missouri State who I like a lot. I think he might turn out to be I a, thought we got like uh, a shortstop from uh, Southern Miss. We did as well. He was very good. I hang on, I'll pull up the because I ended up liking it, I thought. Because it was... Like, it was a good group. Why is hashtag Titans trending? What the fuck? Hashtag sell the team is trending for me. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, why would that be, Tommy? Wonder why. Uh, oh. Would you guys like for me to tell you, uh, did you know while Brock looks for this? I found it. So, okay. they got Spencer Nivens from Missouri State. I like that one. Uh, as well as, you'll like this one, Tommy. You remember Hunter Owen from Vanderbilt? Yes. I, I did see he that He got drafted by the Royals, too. Really? Yes. Uh, Hunter or oh. Dustin Dickerson is that shortstop you were talking about, Ben. Yeah. And then Justin Johnson from Wake Forest was also drafted. Uh, and then they just got some good, uh, some good relief, you know, good, good pieces in the bullpen to help as well. Logan Martin from Kentucky, who I, I thought he was all right for Kentucky. 
Uh, Chase Isbell from Auburn. Uh, Jared Dickey. Remember Jared Dickey from the College World Series for uh-huh. Tennessee? He's a Royal now. I would totally buy a, a, a Dickey. Dickey Royals jersey? I would buy a Dickey Royals jersey. I would buy Man, that maybe he could. Uh, maybe we could sign a contract with Dickey's Barbecue. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be great. Please, no. That's you know, not great. He's just owned by Kansas, like Kansas City if he decided to go to fucking Dickies. Then again, Wabash is better than anything, and I put my life whoa. on that. Whoa, 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 huh? whoa. Huh? whoa. Someone's lived in the Northland all their life. My God, dude. Oh, hang on. If, if even's going to say the Northland, Smokehouse is better than Wabash. Homie, what? Nah. Wabash? Smokehouse is better than Wabash. Can There's a reason that? why when my grandma went to go and try to buy me one of their six packs of spicy barbecue sauce, that they had to tell her that um they were sold out of all barbecue sauce and they couldn't sell her any because all the barbecue sauce that they had in restaurant was only available to be used in restaurant and not to be sold. So so hang on, I'll do this. I'll do you one better here. Why is there only one Wabash but multiple smokehouses? Because Wabash is goaded, and uh, no. if you go to it, you need to go to it. I've been there. It's only there. one location. You I've gotta been go. there. Well, yeah. I prefer Wait, Smokehouse. Don't get me wrong, it's good. Oh, but it's like, good, but it's not Smokehouse. You know, when you have places like, you know, Aurelia's Jack Stack, Joe's. Smokehouse. Smoke, smokehouse. Uh, 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 shit. What's the one that's in the fucking uh, train over in Johnson County? Uh, Q not Q thirty nine. Not Q thirty nine. Zarda. 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 Oh yeah, Zarda barbecue. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, Zarda's okay. I mean, it's all right, but still, I think that just shows how strong barbecue is in Kansas City. Don't talk about Gates, by the way. But gentlemen, did or you know tr- we will we will have to do a power ranking of the barbecue places here in Kansas City? It's did you know trash. Fucking F tier. Did you know that MLB All-Star Adley Rutschman once tackled Christian McCaffrey? Is he that old? Explain. As a freshman at Oregon State, there it is. Adley Rutschman was a place kicker on the Oregon State football team. He was. And he not only kicked off to Christian McCaffrey, but he made the tackle too in the game against Stanford. I was just trying to remember how old he would have to be for that. But, yeah, if he was a freshman, yeah, okay. Uh, that checks out, though. The Braves and Cubs are both under consideration to host the 2025 All-Star Game. I'm going to tell you now, don't have it in Chicago, put it in Atlanta. Um, or, or better yet, MLB. don't put it in either one. Put it in Nashville. Let Nashville show that they can host a baseball game, a major league Brilliant. level. What did you say? Omaha. They got the stadium already. All-star Omaha, bro. Dude, could you imagine that? Just a few weeks after the fucking College World Series, the MLB All-Star Game goes to <laughs> Omaha. That would be so, that would be so cool. That They should do that! College, er, no, um, All-Star Game Jello Shot Challenge? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! 
Royals would win that, by the way. Oh, 100% Royals would win that. It'd be between the Royals and the Twins. Because if there's two fan bases in the MLB that would, A, be close enough to travel and it wouldn't be that big of an issue, and B, drink like a fucking fish, I it's could, those I could two. See, I could see a lot of Atlanta people coming up to the All-Star game. Oh, hell no. Too. They'd show up and they'd show up in Omaha and be like, "What the fuck is this? It's, it's not so fucking humid that you can, when you burp, there's fucking water coming out." I think they'd actually be fine with it. Oh yeah, they but they'd still be confused as hell. But um. All right, hang on. I'm gonna throw it out there. Throw it out there right now. All Star Weekend at the box. At Alex Box Stadium. Back east to fucking New Orleans and call it good. But where, what stadium would they play it at? Uh, it doesn't matter. Might as well do all the festivities and all the fun stuff in fucking New Orleans. No, no. Baton Rouge is big enough. And what'd you say, Ben? They just straight up build one in Nolens and call it good. I mean, technically, there's what a Meyer League park there because they had the Zephyrs for a while, but yeah. Um, but moving on, uh, MLB All-Star players weekend in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. No um, drinking allowed. MLB players want adjustments regarding the pitch clock in the postseason that will afford them and those watching a chance to take a few extra seconds here and there and a deep breath. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'd be Extended okay with that. Extended to 30. Um, Rockies catcher Elias Diaz hit the go-ahead two-run home run as the National League won the All-Star game for the first time since 2012. <laughs> and he is the first Rockies player to win the All-Star Game MVP. Larry Walker didn't win it? No, he did not. Huh. Interesting. And then, last up in our list of MLB. Um, oh, no, I've, big, got, I've got something as well. On on my end, at least. Okay. But um, a big, quoting this from uh, the Liberty Public Schools Facebook page. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, I want to hear this. This is A big great. Liberty Public Schools congratulations to former Liberty High School baseball standout Braxton Bragg, who was selected by the Baltimore Orioles in the eighth round of the Major League Baseball draft earlier today. He was picked round eight, pick 241 by the Orioles. Out of what school? I just remember whenever um, we graduated high school, he was going to Nebraska. But mm. looking at that jersey that he's wearing, I don't think he ended up finishing at Nebraska either. I don't think he ended up going to Nebraska, my guy. I can't read what that says. Cause Jesus so Christ. Bright. Here, let me see. Dallas Baptist. That's, Is that Dallas, Dallas Baptist? That's Dallas, Dallas Baptist. Baptist. It looks like it says, like, Really? Dallas Baptist. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, you're ready for But I remember when he was the starting catcher, and it looks like he got drafted as a pitcher. Hmm. Cool. Anyway, you ready for mine, what I got here? As as the the Liberty Liberty High School's 
baseball coach's son, I would expect him to get drafted. Mm. But, Brock, you were going to say? Gentlemen, I have here in front of me the list of every Royal that has ever been an All-Star. I'm going to say 50 on that list right now. Oh, well, I mean, you have to have a representative, but... I will go through. I want you to try and guess the year that this that uh, each player was an all star. Are you ready, gentlemen? Yep. Okay. yep. Kevin Apier. By the way, I will say eighty-seven. Kevin Napier. Yeah, Kevin Apier. You're saying eighty-seven for uh, Kevin Apier? No, I'm, no, that's no. That, sorry, I'm. I have his bobblehead. I'm stupid. What did I say? They got the all-star game now. I have two. You said what year, Tommy? Kevin Napier. Kevin Napier. I have two of that bobblehead that they gave out the Royals game a few years back. Kevin Napier. Kevin Napier. Um, It was probably like '90s or early 2000s. I can't remember. Stupid broad range. Anyway. 1995. Yeah. Andrew Benintendi. What was that, 21? What's that, 21? 22. Uh, I knew it. We're uh, off right here, though. They also have the coaches here, Bob Boone in 1996. I won't let you, uh, I won't have y'all try to guess this. I will just list off the years that this man, this next man was an all-star. George Salve? Brett, George Brett, 76, oh, were... 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, and 80, 87, and 88. Sounds about right. Steve Busby. Two-time All-Star Steve for the Bu- Royals. Steve Busby? Steve Busby, two-time All-Star 90s. for the Royals. Okay. I don't know, bro. Tommy? No idea who this man is. No idea. 74 and 75. Billy Butler. 2012. Tommy? Billy Butler? Mm-hmm. 2012. Yep. Lorenzo <laughs> Kane. 2015. Tommy? 2015? Yep. Next one is a... You can name... You can literally name fucking Moustakis. Fucking... We will... We will... Calm down. Uh, Next one is a trainer. Mickey Cobb in 82 and 90. David Cohn. David Cohn. He won the Cy Young this year that he went to the All-Star game. What? 90? What'd you say, Tommy? I'd say 96? 94. The legend. You want to sign up right here? Yes, he did. The legend, the greatest prospect or Missouri baseball player ever, Aaron Crow, 2011. Who? Fuck you, Ben. He got the w- he got the win in Game Five of the World Series. Man's a legend. Got the win in Game Five. Fuck you. World Series. Fifteen. 
He gave he got the win. He was a winning pitcher. What? Wade Davis. 2015 and 2016. 2015. 2015. Oh, yeah, and 2016. Jim Dudley, trainer, 1976. 2017 as well. Well, but not as a Royal. With Chicago. Not as a Royal, though. Jermaine Dye, 2000. Coach Jay, or Dave Anglin, 2015. Alcides Escobar. 2015. Jim Frey, he was a manager... You said Game 5, 2015? Yep. He got the win. Aaron Crow. Or no, that was Luke Hochaver. My bad, my bad. Hochaver got the win. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about? That guy didn't even pitch that game. Uh, Alex Gordon, 2013, 2014, 2015. Zach Grinke, 2009. Tommy, you may recognize this name and want him to come back. Pedro Giffel, coach. 2015. I don't want him to come back. It'd be cool, though. <laughs> Mark Guzbik, 1988 and 1989. Larry Gurea. Mean... Larry Gurea, 1980. You mean Eric Stout? Who? I'm looking for an Eric Crow, and this guy's Aaron. nowhere. Aaron. Like... Aaron Crow. Aaron. Ken Harvey, 2004. Coach, Doug Henry, 2015. Keldine Herrera, 2015-2016. Whitey Herzog, 1978. I can't believe this motherfucker got into an all-star also, game. Also, Aaron Crow was born in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, but he went to Mizzou. Uh, I can't believe this motherfucker went to an all-star game as a coach. Trey Hillman, 2009. Also, uh... He only played from 2011 to 14. Don't care. Fucking legend. Trey Hillman, 2009. Greg Holland, 13 and 14. Eric Hosmer. What year was he an all-star, gentlemen? 15, 16, 17. Tommy? Same. When did you say? It's insane. 15, 16, 17. One time All Star for the Royals, 2016. That was the year he won the All Star MVP. Dick Hauser, coach and manager. 1982, 85, and 86. Bo Jackson, 1989. Another one that Tommy wish, probably wishes would come back. Mike Herschel, 2015. Yeah, don't you, Tommy? Oh, why don't you want Herschel back? Oh. Nick Kenny, 2012 trainer. Definitely someone that we all want to come back. Rusty Koontz, 2015. <laughs> Bob Lemon, coach, 1972. Mike McDougal, 2003. The dark years of the Royals. By the way, Carlos Beltran would have been available to also send to the All-Star game, but they fucking sent Mike McDougal. John Mayberry, 1974 and 73. John McKinnon, coach, 74. Hal McRae, 1975, 
probably the greatest royal to ever make it to the All-Star game. Gilmesh, 2007. What, what, what you know about Gilmesh, gentlemen? Beats me, dog. Whit Merrifield, 2019-2021. Jeff Montgomery, 1982-83 and... Or 1992-93 and 96. Mike Moustakas, 15 and 17. Tony Muser, 20, or 2001. Famous Amos Otis, 70, 71, 72, 73, and 76. Dean Palmer. Motherfucking Dean Palmer went to an All-Star 98. 98, exactly, Ben. Let's go. Fred Pettick. I know that one. Fred Pettick, 76 and 78. He was a shortstop for the Royals. So this one doesn't have updated for uh, this current year, but Salvador Perez, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 21, and now 23. Lou Pinella. I always love when, when you say 15, because every time I always think of 15, I just think of the entire fucking starting nine for the Royals. Like that one picture when the fan voting was like, you can vote as many times as you wanted, and LB didn't realize that they fucked up majorly when they said you can vote as many times as you want. They had the entire Royal starting night. Omar Infante was going to be an all-star. By the way, I would just say, I would still think the Royals would win that game against the best that the National League had to offer that year. Oh, yeah, they probably would have won that game. They were that fucking good that year. That Yeah, those Royals were unstoppable. Uh, Lou Pinella, 72. Darrell Porter. Any guesses? As to Darrell Porter, three-time All-Star. Nothing? I don't know, bro. Ow, that's a... Ow, that's a name. 78, 79, and 80. Dan Quisenberry. 80. 82, 83, and 84. Mark Redman. Tommy, Mark Redman. Mark Redman, Mr. Haley. Dude, I just saw a photo. You know that kid that got pelted by the Vladdy, that Vladdy line drive? Mm-hmm. I saw a photo of the kid, like, after it. Your screen's too bright. I can't see it. Hold on. Your screen's way too bright. It's, it's incredibly too bright. I just saw white. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mark oh Redman. Mark Redman, 2006. Ellie Rodriguez. Any guesses for Ellie Rodriguez? Do you even know who Ellie, Ellie Rodriguez is? Ellie De La Cruz? No, no, I fucking wish. Ellie Rodriguez. No idea, Any guesses for Ellie Rodriguez? Tommy. Ellie Rodriguez. No. 1969, the first ever Royal to go to the All-Star Game. Oh, that's what we think, though, Brock. Huh. Bobby Wood Jr. at third. Ellie De La Cruz shortstop and Nicky Lopez at second. It's not happening. Shut up. Cookie, oh, Cookie Rojas. I want, that, I want that to happen now. Cookie Rojas. I saw what had to fucking happen. Brock, fucking boot up everything show 23 and fucking make that shit happen. If I'm making it happen, Bobby's going on the fucking uh, Reds. 
because then it's going to be Joey Votto at first, Matt McClain at second, Ellie De La Cruz at short, and Bobby at third. Uh, where are they? Cookie Rojas. I don't know, for some reason. Cookie Rojas, Cookie 71, Ro- 72, 73, 74. Jose Rosarito, 97 and 99. Brett Saberhagen, 87 and 90. 89. Oh, 87 and 90. It was 90. Richie Steinbaum. <laughs> no one? No one? Nobody remembers Richie Steinblum? Well, you probably wouldn't because he was an all-star in 1972. Kevin Seitzer. Kevin Seitzer. Anyone? Nobody? 1987. Joaquim Soria. Two-time all-star. Two time, 2008. 2008 and? 2008 and? 2010. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Still well. No idea. 1988. Dale Seven, 2015, coach. Nick Schwartz, trainer, 1996 and 2006. Okay, hey, before, before we keep going for this All-Star thing, can we just talk about how ever since fucking whatever year they started doing like team jerseys where it wasn't just you know we we will get to that after i'm done with this because i do want to talk about that i still have to finish my list by the way mike sweeney 2000 i'm I'm gonna tell you now he was a five-time all-star one of those 2000 i can tell you what uh yes definitely one of them was 2000 can you guess the other four 2001 yes 2002. Yes. 2003. Yes. 2004. He was hurt. <laughs> 1999. 2005. Ah, 2006. Oh, 87. 91. Jason Vargas. Jason Vargas. 20. Thirteen. What'd you say, Tommy? 2015. 2017. The reason why I say 2015 is because literally fucking everyone, literally everyone on that team was an all-star that year. Literally every single one of them. Another one Tommy probably wants to come back. Don Wakamatsu. 2015, coach. Frank White. Frank White. Uh, uh, Five-time All-Star, Frank White. Guesses. Eighty-five. No, no. Eighty-four. No. Bro, he played eighteen years. Seventy-eight, seventy-nine, eighty-one, eighty-two, and eighty-six. Willie Wilson. Willie Wilson, two-year. Two-time All-Star. Beats me, bro. 82 and 83. And finally, Ned Yost, a two-time All-Star. 2015. And he was a two-time All-Star. 2014. Nope. Tommy, any guesses? 2015 and 2016. Nope. 2015. 2012. 2012. Bro, no shot. 
No shot, really? 2012. Okay. And those are all the Royals that have ever been in Thank All-Star. God. So there you go. Uh, it's a bigger list than I thought it would be because the Royals had, you know, several years where they sent, like, I don't know, 55 fucking players dudes. When they sent, like, I don't know, 97 people to the fucking All-Star game. 2015, I'm looking at you. 2015 will be the best. 2015, I'm looking at you. Literally everyone on that team was an All-Star that year. Not everyone. Omar Infante's oh, yeah, name was not read off. I did not read off Omar Infante. I did not read off... Uh, Alex Rios' name. I didn't read off Hosmer's name for that one. That would have been funny as fuck if Omar Infante got into the All-Star game that year. All right. Why did I look up... I I looked up 2015 All-Star game vote and it pulled up the NBA one first. Fuck that one. Fuck that one. We need to talk... You you know what? Fuck the rest of your list, Ben. We're going to talk about this 2015 All-Star team now. Because this thing is loaded. Can we talk about how shitty the jerseys have been the past couple of years? Hey, yeah. how about you pull up your microphone so we could hear you better and you don't sound like you're talking through a tube. I mean, it, it does look like a tube, though. Well, you know. But yeah, no. Just go back to the road whites, or the home whites and road grays. Go back to that. It's, 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 it's so simple. Like, you know who is who, like... It makes it so easier to tell who is who, not just like, oh, is that who is that him? Is that him? Is that him? It's just, oh, there's a jersey. I know who that is. By the way, bring back the black Royals hats. Those things were goaded. Black Royals hats and the black Royal jerseys. Anyway, continue, Mister Ben. Wait, so you're wait, so you're telling me that Alcides Escobar, Salvi, Lorenzo were the only three actual Royals that started. Yep. That 2015 All Star game. Those were the only. I think ones. wasn't Osmer supposed to start in 15. No. He got beat out by Albert Pujols, my guy. Yeah. That's right, he did. Because I'm I'm reading the the starting lineup for 2015 right now. Mike Trout at center field. Josh Donaldson at third base, Albert Pujols at first, Nelson Cruz DHing, Lorenzo Kane right field, Adam Jones left field, Salvi at catcher, Jose Altuve at second base, Alcides Escobar at shortstop, and Dallas Keuchel got the start. Oh, dude, Keuchel was fucking cracked what? that year. What happened to him? What's up with Keuchel, my guy? Do you guys want me to read off the NL All Star list? No, fuck the NL. Nobody cares about them. We only care about the A. No, cares. We have, Andrew McC- we have Andrew McCutcheon, Todd Frazier. Dude, we don't care about losers. No time for losers. Zach Grinky was the starter for that game, too. Okay, we way. care about that. Grinky, former Royal. Was that when he was... Bro, just look at, look at the list of reserves for the American League. Bro, this is... Prince Fielder was on the reserve on this. I do believe Mark he was with Teixeira. the Rangers at that time. Brock Holt, Brian Dozier... Jason Kipnis. Forget Brock Holson, all-star. Russell Martin, Stephen Vogt. Miguel Cabrera. Jose Iglesias. <laughs> Whoa. Jose. There's one that didn't live Iglesias. up to his potential after that year. <laughs> uh, Jose Bautista, Alex Gordon, Brett Gardner, M- Mike Moustakis, Manny Machado. Um, J.D. Martinez. There you go. Uh... And pitchers, Chris, Chris Archer, 
No. Dylan Betances. Oh. oh, God. Super half the bat that fell off a fucking cliff. Brad Boxberger. Okay, he was all right for a while. Zach Britton. There you go. That was a. He's still a stud. Wade Davis. Stud. Sonny Gray. Stud. Felix Hernandez. He should have gotten more. Kelvin Herrera. Stud. Darren O'Day, submarine pitcher, baby. Stud. Darren O'Day. Damn. Dude, fucking Orioles right there. Lynn Perkins. Well, he fell off a cliff. David Price. Okay, there we go. Stud. Chris Sale. Stud. And Hector Santiago well, rounds he, out the American fell League off lineup. Fucking cliff. Scherzer, Scherzer was a reserve for the National League. Because he played for the uh, Nationals. That's the Nationals. There was a lot of Cardinals pitchers in the reserve for 2015 as well. The, what'd you say, Tommy? What's the thing about 2015, too? It's like literally all the Cardinals. Like, we literally sent like the entire rosters of the Cardinals and the Royals to Cincinnati. That year. Because we should have gotten the Royals and Cardinals in the World Series, but the fucking oh, Cardinals choked. Dude. Oh, man. Just looking at the, okay, the hold reserve. On, hold on, hold on. Reserve for talk. National okay, League. Hold on. We hold have... on. Now that I'm thinking about it, in 2014, let's say the Cardinals win that series against the Giants in 2014. Do you think the Royals win this, the World Series that year in 2014? Yes. 100%. Okay, now, now that you say yes, do they repeat? Do they go back-to-back? No, because I think they're content and they have the hangover. But I don't think we're in the perpetual rebuild that we're in right now because we still have prospects because we don't trade for Zobris. We don't trade for uh, Cueto. We don't trade for all those guys. We just, you know, we're in a little bit of a better that's situation. The, that's the thing, yeah. We don't sell our soul to the devil. I, I think we still get Bobby and all them. I think we are much better right now. Man, looking at the reserves Maybe. for the National League, man, there's some names that are giving me memories on here, though. Because this is our this was our fucking childhood, dude. This is the team we were growing up. So, with. by the way, hats. See now with the uniforms, just wear their regular uniforms, but the hat is different. No, 2014's All Star Game hat will forever be well, the best one. Yeah, hands down. I don't know. But, 2012 like, in, in the reserves, hats were pretty good. In the Actually, reserves, hold on, wait, 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 we hold, got... on, hold on, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Give me one second. Continue, Ben. Anyways, but in reserves for National League, though, I'm just looking at some of these names, bro. Ryan Braun. Oh. AJ Pollock. Oh, God. Troy Tulowitzki. Damn. Joe Panic. Oh. Second base oh. for <laughs> the Giants, bro. Oh. Anyone want to take a gander? That's Monty Grandal. Like, this one was. Was that 2017? 2016. Mm. Yeah, it was the 16 yeah, one. I don't remember that being yeah, San Diego. That's actually, this is the best one. This is one of the, this one was my favorite. That's a good one. Would yeah. you like me to finish oh, my list, though, Brock? Yes, go ahead. Um, stepping into the world of the NHL very shortly. Mm. Um. Tim Tebow will own an ECHL expansion team in Lake Tahoe set to begin play in 
So, okay, we got Lake Tahoe on that list now. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, stalker, this might make you happy, Brock. Um, United States women's national team star Megan Rapinoe says she will play for final World Cup this summer, then retire after the current uh, National Women's Soccer League season is over. Bye. Very cool. Cheers. Bye. Uh, in the world of golf with Tommy. Hold um, on. So that Lake Tahoe team will be joining the team that's coming in from Athens in 2024. Georgia? Yes, Athens, Georgia. Wait, a new, like, actual NHL team in Georgia? No, ECHL. Oh. So that Lake but, um, Tahoe team that you mentioned? So, okay, so those are the two that are coming in. I would like to preference and say that the teams that do not have ECHL affiliates are the Coyotes, Blues, Canucks, and Jets. Who is grabbing these? <laughs> I don't know. Because there's got to be someone. But into the world of golf, Tommy might be interested in this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the winner of the U.S. Women's Open will receive $2 million as part of a record $11 million purse at Pebble Beach. Um. Sepp Straka was tied for 133rd after the first round, the worst 18-hole position by any PGA Tour winner over the past 35 years, and still won the John Deere Classic. Huh? Um, Allison... What the fucking doing? Are you kidding me? What the hell? What? You want to try that again? They did! Are you fu- they deleted the fucking entire game. Oh, no... Mm. Uh, Allison Corpse won the first U.S. Women's. She won the first U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach with a nine under par, so she won the two million dollars. By the way, mm. uh, and PGA Tour board member Randall Stephenson has left the board over concerns about Saudi Arabia's deal, according to a letter obtained by the Washington Post. Mm. Next up, uh, returning to our list. Uh, for the first time in a long time, tennis. Cares. Um, for the first time since 1968, a Wimbledon quarterfinal matchup will feature two players age 20 or younger. Yes. Both of these guys were born in 2003, gentlemen. Ben. My God, who the hell cares? Um... NBA really quickly. Uh, a $92 ticket from LeBron's all-time scoring record game could fetch over 5000 at auction. Hey, Tom, uh, play it again. The, this one you might actually No, actually, that actually is, um, Hold on. 90, you can turn $92 into $5,000? Yeah, over a two-month period. Mm. Mm. Um, NBA 2K24 will feature Kobe Bryant on the cover. And this is the fourth time in the game's history that Kobe's been on the cover. Um, Actually so. We talked about the Victor Wimbenyama Britney Spears incident. No no charges will be filed. Um, It's almost like because he didn't fucking do anything. Yeah, Uh, crazy how that works. As you guys probably remember, um, Jordan Poole was traded to uh, Washington. 
the wizards. And um, if you've seen any of these pictures, it looks like this man has been sent to the gulag because <laughs> he's he not smiling. He, he's not been smiling in any pictures, bro. It's funny. Can I see this picture? Can I see this picture? <laughs> Let me see. He's been sent to hell. <laughs> Literally. He's been sent to Ohio. No, he's been sent to Washington. Even worse. You know, if heaven ain't yeah, a lot here, like Here's some of the professional photos that were taken for uh, his, uh, his, like, uh, in, like his official like jersey announcement stuff and everything. These were some of the professional photos that were taken. There's just so he much was sent sadness. to the gulag, bro. There's so much sadness in his eyes. Look like he looks like he's not he hasn't moved on. That one girlfriend. It looks like he yeah, he still thinks about her every day. Uh, Spurs coach Greg Popovich received a new five-year deal that is worth more than $80 million. He's going to coach till he's uh, dead. Yeah. Uh, the NBA approved two new rules that you guys might be interested in. Players can be assessed technical fouls for flopping. Good. And coaches will earn a second challenge if their first is successful. Yeah, I like the second one. The first one, uh, I don't really care. It's okay. And then, finally, I found a uh, a picture of what the the social media teams at uh, Sports Center and ESPN. Uh, I, I found a what their uh, their media team's camera roll looks like. If you guys would like to take a peek. Oh God. That's uh, <laughs> uh, very accurate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Family and Brian friends Windhorst. zero. LeBron over ninety six thousand. Also Brian Windhorst as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up in the world of uh, wrestling, boxing, MMA, UFC, and whatnot. <laughs> fighting, um, fighting. Yes, can call this fighting. Jesus Aguilar knocked out Shannon Ross with one punch in a total of seventeen seconds to win UFC two hundred and ninety. Alexander Volkanovsky stopped Yair Rodriguez via punches in the third round to retain the UFC featherweight title. And Francis Nagau, what I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The really big muscular dude mm-hmm. that had a deal with the UFC, but that deal ended, and so he's not fighting for the UFC anymore. I don't know. Um, uh, Kimbo Slice? No. But, um... <laughs> Francis will be fighting Tyson Fury. <laughs> you said big buff dude, and I'm like, Kimbo Slice? He wasn't buff. He was on Ultimate Fighter. But he will be fighting Tyson Fury in Saudi Arabia on my birthday this year. Oh, look at that. And now in the world of college, uh, disgraced former Florida quarterback Jalen Kitna has had five felony CP charges dropped as part of a plea deal. Remember, we talked about this guy earlier in the year. Um, Former West Virginia University men's basketball coach Bob Huggins says he never resigned following his drunk driving arrest and wants his job back. He says that he did not draft or review the signature list resignation notice that was released by the school. 
I think he should come back. Uh, and um, if he, I also heard it on the radio earlier today when they were talking about the survivalist guy, but a uh, disgraced um, uh, doctor person, everybody knows who Larry Nasser is. Oh, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I saw this. Got, uh, stabbed over eight times it. in prison. Deserved it. Yep. And suffered a collapsed lung. Yep. Surprised it wasn't worse than that. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of injuries that happen in prison that, you know, when y'all hear it, you'd expect it to be worse than yes. that, but it's not. So, not that uh, I next know up, that or anything. In the world of... God damn, what how many that? fucking things you got this week? I said it was a doozy. Jesus. Um, in the world of sports commentating, we're almost done, bro. Like, dude, by this the has way. been an hour at um, least of this. Because we, the all star stuff that you did. Well. Um, uh, update from the ESPN purge that we had last week, as you all remember. Mm. Um, Paul Feinbaum says that all the layoffs on e- that ESPN had made this last week was the worst day in 10 years for him. It was, to say the least, a terrible day at ESPN. It was the worst day in my 10 years at ESPN. I can't explain Bob's thinking. I think you have to trust his track record, but it doesn't really excuse the state of mind that a lot of us, if not all of us, were in. What the fuck happened 10 years ago, Paul? (laughs) That made this worse. Uh, And now... uh, Was it Auburn winning the Iron Bowl? Since... uh, the 4th of July was the other day. We have some uh, some eating stuff I'd like to talk about, Brock, on our list here. Uh, Joey Chestnut took the under and ate 62 hot dogs to win his 16th muster belt after a two-hour rain Still delay. Still, though, hey. the greatest fucking American. You know what? I'm going to one-up that. You know what I did? Brock George Washington, fucking Joey Chestnut is the true American. You know Winning his, as I said, week? 16th mustard belt. Do you know what I did this week? Because I'm you know, preparing to possibly partake in this. I ate 14 Nathan's hot dogs. Ah, How many nice. buns, One though? sitting. 14. 20 buns. 14. Fourteen. dollars and 14 buns. Yep. In the, the women's bracket of the, the hot dog eating competition. Lizzie, Lizzie. Um, uh, Mickey Sudo. Uh, coming back from being uh, st- staying out of the the contest last year due to her pregnancy and everything and having a kid, um, ate thirty nine hot dogs to regain the women's mustard belt. It was a down year for both of them, but they still won. Um, next up, uh, there was a quote that Joey Chestnut had said uh, that he. This is direct quoting Joey Chestnut here. That uh, it says, hear me out. I'm not saying the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is going to happen. As I said, there was a two hour rain delay on it. But Joey Chestnut just came out and said, I quote, I'm going to get the rest of the guys out here and we're going to do this effort. Oh, yeah, I saw a tweet because when they said, yeah, the, uh, the hot dog eating contest is canceled, I almost fell. I fell on my knees. And then <laughs> I I fucking, they were like, yeah, no, back on. I fucking rose up from the fucking ashes like the Undertaker. But then, um, I fell my knees a question, at a question posed by the hot dog eating competition, uh, Raiders wide receiver Hunter Renfro had posted question for y'all. 
Usain Bolt versus Joey Chestnut, a hundred meter dash. Both have to eat a hot dog and finish before they start running. Who wins? A hot dog, just one hot dog. One hot dog with the bun. Did you guys see the name of one of the female contestants, yeah. though? Glizzy Lizzy. Fucking Glizzy yeah. Lizzy, bro. I'm just saying right now, Glizzy Lizzy. If you're out there, I'm shooting my shot. Anyway. But uh, that was my list of things. Sorry it took so long. Christ. I tried to get through faster. It's a long one this week, but there was a lot Doozy. that happened. All right, it's now time to play Who's Your Daddy? We got two nice. teams here today. One from the NBA G League and one uh, defunct team in the hockey world. Which one do you all want to start with? Defunct. Defunct land. All right, we're going to go to defunct land. Former ECHL team. Gentlemen, the Chicago Express played from 2011 to 2012. Who's their daddy? I want to say the, the Blackhawks, but I know that that's not correct. Who's the daddy? Tommy? I'm going to go... Uh, okay. The, I'm going to go Flyers. Uh, all right. What were their colors? It's not going to give you any hints. Navy... I'm going to go Flyers. Navy gray and sky blue. Navy gray and sky blue. All right. So... Yeah, like I said, not going to give you any hints. Because the only team that has that color scheme even remotely didn't exist when they were playing. So go ahead and throw the uh, Jets right up. Philadelphia. Ben going with Philly. Tommy. That's probably wrong, but I don't care. Tommy. Ben's going Philly. (sighs) Steel gray and blue. Navy blue, steel gray, and sky blue. You said Navy? Navy. The only team that I know that really always puts Navy and Gray together. There are several NHL uh, teams that do that. I know. Several of them do it. And several that make it work beautifully. There was a period of time that the... And I'm not saying this. A period of time that a certain team in Canada on the western part, their color scheme uh, was... See, I know they're trying Navy. to throw me off the trail. Saying that, I'm maybe. I'll take a guess. Uh, oh man. Or maybe this team never used the color scheme at all. Maybe the steel gray and navy are what you're. You shouldn't be focusing on. Maybe you should be focusing on that third color. And a Columbus. Cer- and a certain team in the south is who you should I'm be focusing guess. on. Yes. I don't know. I'm just going to Dallas. Maybe you should be... The Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't know. It is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay, cool. Congratulations. Their AHL team that they were affiliated with. Any guesses? Any guesses? They're in Illinois. It is the Chicago Express. The AHL team. AHL team? Mm -hmm. Like below them? No, above them. Double A, Triple A, NHL. I don't know, bro. The Springfield Falcons from Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. All right, it's time for the G League. Coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. The Birmingham Squadron. Who's their daddy? Atlanta Hawks. 
Tommy? Yeah, I'm going to have to take Atlanta. Norlands! Pelicans. Pelicans! Oh. Yeah. Pelicans. Pelicans. I won't say where, uh, where the Hawks team is. It's just, uh, it, it makes sense if you knew where they were. But there you go. That's Who's Your Daddy for this week. Birmingham Squadron and the Chicago Express. By the way, the Chicago Express's goal song, Come On Ride the Train. Fucking great goal song. Come on, ride the train and ride it. Whoop, whoop. Great song. Great song. Underrated. It's now time to play Who is Worse? Gentlemen, this week, we got a doozy for you. Two groups of people that are arguably the, some of the scum of the fucking earth. At first, we have Disney adults. Oh, okay. Oh, we're starting off fucking strong this week. Oh. We got Disney adults versus helicopter parents who live through their children. We got to go. Oh, say that again. Helicopter parents who live through their children's achievements. AKA Baby Gronk's dad. Yeah. So, so like a baby, so like a baby, so like a baby Gronk kind of deal. Yeah. So Disney okay. adults versus that. Who's worse? Oh man. I'd say the oh. helicopter parent, dude. I would have to. Oh, I don't know, as much man. As, I, as much as I hate Disney adults, as long as you're not around them, they don't bother you at all, my guy. Like, yeah. I have no problem. Yeah. I don't Disney care. Adults, Disney adults are like the They can do their thing. Like, I haven't you been don't to bother Disney. them, it won't bother you. I haven't been to Disney since like 2012, my guy. I've Ruben. never so, been to Disney. Ruben. Would I like to go? I mean... Maybe. Just no. for Star Wars. No. That's it. No. I think I would only go for Star Wars and that's it. All that's right, like the, so... only, the, the only reason I would go. Have we decided who is worse? Yeah, the helicopter. I would have to agree, helicopter parents. All right, there you go. So next, so that means that the worst ones are furries. If you take their kid out of the game, you're going to get a very harsh written lit. Because here's the funny thing about helicopter parents: if you take their kid out of the game, the things their stink don't, their shit don't stink. They're going to have this fucking three-page essay on Facebook on why my son is the greatest. Ben, do you have the player for this week's Who He Play For? I do. I it do have the, now the player for, for Who He, who he Play he For. for. Uh, this player played from 2010 mm. to 2022 mm. in the majors. So he, he, he retired at the end of the 2022 season. And um, this player has played for one, two, Three, four, five, six teams. Ooh. And this player is none other than Greg Holland. Oh, well, okay. We're going Rockies, Royals, Cubs. Let's see. Rockies, Royals. No Cubs? Or was that just Davis? Okay. That was Davis. Okay. Um, Wait, Greg he Holland. Because, uh, yeah, Greg Holland. He played for the Royals for eight years. And he played for Colorado for one year in 2017, and he was an all-star that year. So, because of my knowledge from doing uh, Rise and Fall of the Blue October, he started with the Royals. That is correct. He debuted in 10. 
So yes. he went through four more teams his last four years after going to the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I guess it looks like he sat out 16 for some reason, or there's just no stats for 2016 at all. He was hurt. Yeah. Sure, yeah, he was hurt. He had the Tommy John surgery and all that. Um, but, yeah, because he got the Royals because he was with the Royals for eight years, and he got the Colorado Rockies, which he was with for one year. But every other team after that, he was with for one year as well. So you're missing four years where he was on a different team each year. Any guesses here, Tommy? Chicago White Sox? No, that doesn't feel right. But for some reason, the Minnesota Twins do. No. Well, technically, he split 2018 with two of these four teams that you're missing. Okay. The the Los Angeles Angels? No, he wouldn't have been an angel. He wasn't a big enough name towards the end there. Uh, I'm going to go with a dumpster diving organization. I'm going to say he was on the Pittsburgh Pirates. No, he was not. Damn. Really? Mm. How about... uh, These four teams that we're missing, uh, you have... From Kansas City, we have one to the west, one to the south, and two to the east of Kansas City. Texas. He was a Texas Rangers. Yes, okay, he yeah, was in Texas in 2022, and he retired after I remember, he played for them. Now that you say that, I remembered him playing one in the West. Another West team? Arizona? He yes, was on that he played for team. Arizona in 2019. Yeah, he was on that playoff team that played the Rockies. He um, was. Hmm. Rocktober was 2018, by the way. Oh, my bad. I have that sweatshirt in the closet. Let's see. So the last tour to the east? Correct, of Kansas City. Of Kansas City. And these two teams he split 2018 with. So he got traded Detroit. from... No, he did not go to Detroit. He wasn't in the division again. Um, I'm trying to think, because it had to be some... He got traded to a contender in 18. So now I'm trying to remember teams that in the East that would have been contenders. He wasn't. He was an All Star in Colorado in 2017. So I know he was traded to a contender in 18. Yeah, he was traded to a contender. So now I'm trying to think of contenders. First time with I don't know. So Boston Red Sox? No, 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 no. no. He was far not. He was not in Boston. Oh, that's too far east. Okay. Way too far. So I'm gonna go. Way far. Okay. I'm going to go Toronto because they were a contender in 18. Way too far north. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati? I don't you're, remember. You're closer. You're not you're a closer. contender. Cleveland. You're close. Okay, so not Cleveland or Cincy. It wasn't Milwaukee because Milwaukee wouldn't make no. fucking sense for 18. Closer. Both are National League teams. Okay. National okay. League teams. Okay. The Nats? Because they were needing a closer then. That was the second half of 2018. Yeah, I was about to say, they traded for him because he was a... They needed some help in that bullpen, so now it's a National League team that he started. The Phillies? 
No. Oh, that would have. Mm. So we have the Nationals correct. Yep. Yes. So we're just missing one team. You're the, missing the first half of 2018. He wasn't on the Marlins because he wouldn't have gone to Miami. They were nowhere near fucking contending. That's too far south. Yeah. It's funny. I'm gonna re- tell you guys his his uh, ERA for this the first the team he started out on to going to the Nationals. Wasn't that uh, bad. the first half of 2018? He had an ERA. Uh, after appearing in 32 games, he had an ERA of 7.92. It has to be Atlanta then. In, in Atlanta? Going to, no. Going the to fuck? the Nationals, he appeared in 24 games and had an ERA of .84. What fucking National League team is left in the East? We've named them all. He wasn't a Cardinal. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. He was Cardinal in 2018? First half of 2018, he was a Cardinal and then was sent to Washington. Where he greatly improved, right? He just like... We went from a 7.29 ERA to a .84. Yeah, he he flipped the fucking switch. It was... I I still think that he was trying to sabotage the Cardinals. Because he hated <laughs> them so much. But as soon as he went to the Nationals, he's like, yeah, okay, it's time to time to turn it on. All right, there you go. That has been who he played for, Greg Holland. That was a fucking tough one. Jesus. I definitely All-star don't remember... in 2013 and 14 and 17. I definitely don't remember him as a Cardinal. All right. Ben, it's now time oh, for yeah, your I, list. Oh, yeah, I didn't know either. It's time for your list of things this week before we get to our uh, review and reaction. Top, here's our list. Um, number one, my list of three things. The new Indiana Jones movie, which was kind of eh, by the way, poopy, cost two hundred and ninety-five million dollars to make, and that's before marketing, by the way. <laughs> and uh, making it one of the most expensive movies to ever make, and it only made sixty million dollars in opening weekend box office. Probably because nobody I mean, wanted it. I saw it. It wasn't like fantastic. I saw it too. It was good. It I wasn't mean, like it also shared a uh, box office weekend, uh, opening box office weekend with a uh, uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, and uh, Elemental is still in theaters. Uh, and also Sound of Freedom, which just is whooping everyone's ass in the theaters right now. Came out Fourth of July weekend, by the way. Yeah, so again, um, again, my point still stands. Sound of Freedom is whooping everybody's ass. Number two on my list of three things. Can you guys name the top ten sports video game franchises of all time? Madden. Madden? Number two. FIFA. Uh, NBA 2K. That's number four. FIFA. That's number one. NCAA football. Sports? No, not what? on the top ten. What? Okay. Uh, uh, um, NBA Jam. Fucking shit was lit. Not on there. What? MLB The Show. Not in the top ten. NHL? NCAA? I already said NCAA. He said no. You said NHL? Yeah. There's no NHL games franchises Sports. on here. Sports. Hmm. Damn. Uh, Esports? NFL 2K. No. Damn. Wii Sports? 
No. And you guys have FIFA, Madden, and NBA 2K. You have one, two, and four. The fuck is three? Fuck is number three then? Uh. Hmm. Fucking Mario Super Slug? I don't know, man. Dude, we. You mean to list them off? Yes. Number 10, Football Manager. Oh, hey, I've been playing that recently. It's not bad, actually. I kind of like it. Um. Number nine, PGA Tour. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Number eight, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number seven, NBA Live. Ooh, forgot about NBA Live. That thing was you, good. You were, cl- you were close a couple of times, bro. Yeah, that was a good Number one. six, y'all are going to like this, WWE 2K. Okay, so SmackDown versus Raw's got to be on that list then. Number five, Gran Turismo. Ew. <laughs> Number four, as you guys mentioned, NBA 2K. Number three, Pro Evolution. What the fuck is that? Look at that. I believe it's a soccer game. But uh, was Gran Turismo on there? Yeah. Yeah, number five. Huh. And then Madden at two, and FIFA number one. Okay. Really, WWE 2K's on there. That's, huh. Mm-hmm. I would have thought and the SmackDown vs. Raw would have been on there. That, dude, that Number three crap. on my list of three things. <laughs> Gentlemen, name the top five most watched sporting events in the world. Uh, FIFA World Cup. World Cup final. That's number two. The Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Not in the top five. What? What? Uh, I said top five sporting events watched in the world. Cr- cricket? Something cricket related? That's number three. Cricket World Cup's number three. Yeah. Uh, dude, there's a lot of people in India that watch it. I thought Disney lost its streaming. I thought Disney Plus lost its streaming rights for cricket. Doesn't, what happened? It doesn't fucking matter. Um. Hmm. Um. And remember, this is all sports. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with uh, Formula One. No, no, hell no. Um, yes. There's some things that happen only on certain years and certain times of the year. I, the Olympics, <laughs> summer and winter. There you go. Oh, that summer is four what? and winter is five. The fuck? You just need number one. Uh, what the hell? You guys are, I, I hated seeing this at number one. I was like, ain't no way, bro. Tennis? You guys are going to be blown away by this too. Tennis? No. Oh, I don't know. At, okay, at number five, we have a Winter Olympics. Number four, Summer Olympics. Number three, Cricket World Cup. Number two, World Cup. And number one, the Tour de France. Is the most watched sporting event in the world? There's no way. There is no way. Dead serious. It's just dead serious. That is major cap. That is dead serious. And that has been my list of three things. All right, it's time to react to shit. I'm wow. It's time to react, gentlemen. Hold on.
Oh, Brock, I have a picture from you on Fourth of July week. How is it? Well, okay, this let's take it for the states. So it says. NBC's lone live telecast was the top draw with 845,000 viewers, while NBCSN topped out at 435,000. Oh, we could watch the um, the the Wonka, the new Wonka trailer, bro. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. You're funny. No. Part of why the Tour de France is the world's most viewed sporting event is the length of the event. As they dropped the Napoleon trailer too. Oh, that's why, because it takes over. Because it says this. It says. It's the length of the event. As it takes over France for three weeks in July, it's also a multinational event with... Hey, Tommy, we don't care. What? That's fucking... I still find that fucking major cat. Gentlemen, we're first going to react to the greatest moments of college football history. Dude, the Napoleon trailer dropped as well as the Wonka trailer? Bro... Literally couldn't care. Anyway, y'all ready? Here we go. Yeah. Starting off, USC, Texas. This is what, 05? Yeah, you got it. Vince Young running it in. Texas wins national championship. In the Rose, in the Rose Bowl, by the in way. The, the, last time, the last time Texas was relevant. No, they went to a few more national championships, but they just weren't as good after this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy! Our time, scared Bama, Georgia Bulldog fans. Georgia, oh god, was this in the? Uh, uh, this was in it. This was in Atlanta, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Yeah. This was just basically. This was a glorif- almost a glorified home game for Georgia. Oh, here we go. Oh, the bluegrass miracle. Yep. That's a great call there, by the way. I still have no idea how he caught that. Nope. I, t- I can't yeah, even I tell how he caught it. It was so pixelated, bro. Yeah, this was the 90s. Oh, hell yeah. App State. Yes. in the world. A D1 school now, by the way. Yeah. Top 25 almost every year. So this was the first domino. Remember, this was also the year that literally all the one and two teams just kept fucking losing. Yeah, Mizzou versus Kansas, Armageddon. So we oh. had Mizzou versus Kansas like as, as a top five matchup. It was I mean, one and two, Mike Pack. No, it wasn't. It wasn't one and two. Sure. It was not one and two. It was uh, two and, and four. Five, Close enough. I don't know if this is one of the greatest moments in college football. I mean, they, they, it they was knocked cool, off the but... 22nd ranked Oklahoma State. Yeah, but, Cowboys. You know. Hey, dude's running without his helmet on. Here we go. Here we go. This one, yes. I this one is Texas Tech, it's Michael Crabtree. That was not Mahomes. Oh, yeah, you're right. This was not Mahomes, my because, guy. Trust because, me. Because uh, how I specifically remember this is that I think oh, it's, they uh, were, so, uh, were about ready to run. Is that Colt McCoy? Oh, it was Colt McCoy. Is that the Texas game, or were they almost like, where they rushed the field first, yes. and then they all had to go back, and you yes. see a bunch of fans just waiting, yes, for that them is, to grab the ball and that go is, down. That is indeed this that game. We're, so okay. you talked about that KU Mizzou game. Me and Ben actually reacted to that game on an episode of EOS. So go check that That's out. That's wild, man. It was like, oh, that was like episode two or something. 
We might uh we might have to do like a reaction to Mizzou uh, Nebraska game with Tommy at some point. Oh, the one where they we tore down the goalposts. Two thousand one. That actually wouldn't be a bad one. Saw a guy wearing that the that football game T shirt in a Walmart in Chillicothe oh. over the weekend. Or you know, it'd be another good one to watch uh, the Mizzou Oklahoma game from twenty eleven, where College Game Day came to Columbia. Yeah. That was a good one. Anyway, let's continue here. Tennessee, Georgia. Left side. He's got a man over. Touchdown. Riley Ridley. Mm. Dang, Riley Ridley, bro. And how does Tennessee respond with the greatest fucking Hail Mary I've ever seen in my life? Bro, that's some, like, Aaron Rodgers to Richard Rodgers moment right there, my yep. guy. Against the Lions, bro. Yeah. Uh, that Tennessee team was good, but they just weren't good enough. How about some Reggie Bush action for you, Tommy? Oh, yeah. Future New oh, Orleans man. Saint. A Heisman Trophy winner, Reggie Bush. Any guess which uh, FS that is, by the way? Florida State. Fresno State. State. Fresno. That's Fresno State. That's the Bulldogs. Here's McCaffrey giving way, and it's a reverse back. Oh, yeah. How about this from Kevin Hogan? He got drafted oh. by the Chiefs. Oh, man. That was a hell of a catch. I'm not going to lie. That may be the play of the year so far. Yeah. What is this one? Dang, look at the score of that game, my boy. That is peak Big Ten football right there. Mmm. Michael Jenkins caught that. Oh my god. Mm. Dude, what are those great jerseys? That was something Ohio State was rocking for a while. I don't remember why. But they were. I like how Tommy's giving up on this. There's no Nebraska. He doesn't oh, care. He did. Oh, yeah. This was the murder. Oh, everyone was Just remember, they gave them the first down, even though that ball was, like, five miles away from it. Yeah. That Jadavion Clowney defensive line in South Carolina was scary. Yeah. Oh, speaking of scary, nine versus eight, Tennessee, ten, er, Texas A&M. This was what, 2000? Hey, the Chiefs had drafted Armani Watson, then he, he got sent to the Browns. <laughs> and then he got banished to Cleveland. Got banished to State, no less. Hey, Joshua Dobbs, the ball high up. This was 17, I think. Ooh! How about Doug Flutie? Doug Flutie Rocking at the 22 Boston Jersey College. Not that you could tell that he fucking caught that shit, but. <laughs> the Eagles win it. I don't believe it. Holy cow. Uh, out game. Whiteout game. Go, kicker. Go, 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 go. Nope. <laughs> Ref takes a dive. It's still down by one. Oh, wait, no, that's a touchdown. Yeah, that was a tutty. 
But just Arkansas being ranked is weird to see. This is a crazy... And being ranked eighth, by the way, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Dude, look at all that white and orange chasing it. Yeah. I don't remember what year that was for Arkansas. Oh, no! Well, it, it just must have been like twenty-four. I'm gonna take a gander and say twenty-thirteen. James Winston. Nah, that wasn't twenty-thirteen. Is that James Winston? Yeah, that's oh, James Winston. Oh, you fucking pause back, dude. I remember watching that and just started laughing my ass off. I remember the RKO memes that spawned from that. And that's exactly why. What the hell is this? Oh, it's the full Heisman pose. Mmm. Oh yeah. As soon as I saw who got the ball, it took me a second. I knew it from the punt, like immediately. <laughs> Tommy's disgusted. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, Tommy, how about some LSU for you? The Stitchers Bowl? Where LSU just gets What year bodied. is this? Uh, 17, maybe? Ian, Ian Book? Book was the quarterback. Okay. Oh, yeah, this must been... have been like 17. Yeah. Ian Book's on the Saints. Oh, my God. Dude, this game was nuts. I was so I, I, last crazy. I checked, Ian Book was on the Saints. This game was nuts. Hook and ladder. The, the lateral. The Hook. fucking lateral, bro. Hook and ladder. Adelina Wine Mixer. Take the snap. He's gonna throw it Adeline, to the fucking line mixer. Bro, that guy's wearing a 91 and he caught that two-pointer? By the way, at the same year that this happened, undefeated Utah beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, this was before Alabama decided to rise to power. No, they had won their first natty at this point. But it was just, that Utah team was just cracked. That was the Alex Smith team. Oh, uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know if this is a I great moment. This one. He's cool! He's cool! Oh, this is the one that, yeah, where that, that guy happened. And, and the guy that returned the, that ball right there, all the guys jumping on the pile and tackling everybody, the, him being on the bottom of the pile, he broke his hip. Mm. Mm. This oh, this was play was, I don't remember watching that. I'm like, did he just do that? Yep. There's some backyard football shit right yeah, here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <sighs> this one. Oh, you mean the you mean something that should have never been allowed in the first place? Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh that's nah, still backwards. But it's right it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up where he's down. Right no right, right there. Yeah, right there he was down. But I was thinking more we're coming up on the part where he fucking throws it like right to him and it's ahead of him. That's the part I'm thinking. So. Holding. <laughs> there was like six different penalties on Miami on that one. They just didn't call it. Yeah, I was pretty sure it's like the day after. We're like, 
yeah, this should have been a penalty. This should have been a penalty. This should have been down. a penalty. La, la, la. There's like 75 things that were wrong. Yeah, they shouldn't have even had a chance. Cow? Yeah. <clears throat> ben, you'll recognize the moment here in a second. Ben recognizes it now. Oh, oh and some guy just absolutely destroyed. Oh boy, this one. Oh, dude. This one. <laughs> Which year was this one? Oh, 16. 16. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. Maybe the one with the giant logo right there as they're running by. I was, I was waiting for it as I said it. Oh. Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah, Kenyon Drake, yeah, yeah, the running back. Man. Oh, RG3. Oh, RG3, baby. RG3. Oh, beautiful. I would like Those to state the kind that of Mizzou... Yeah, old school. All right, go back to what's You see the old school Big 12 logo? Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got you here. You see that old school Big 12 logo? I would like to state that Mizzou beat Baylor this year. That this happens, by the way. Yeah, God. Look, like, I you miss... can see it. Like, yeah. Like, look at that. Oh. Like, look at that old school logo. I miss that Beautiful. logo. I miss that logo. There are yeah, certain well, times like... that I'm like, I wish Mizzou would go back to the Big Twelve, but there are other times that no, I'm, I'm glad you're better. Never gonna go back, huh? Too bad they're never gonna go back. So there's a tweet that I saw from. I forget. I think it might Did have been you just Big make Game. A, the Midwest Conference. I saw a tweet from Big Game Boomer, and it was just like, "Just go back to this," and it's the Big Eight, and the SWAC, and all that. And I'm like, "Oh, could you imagine the original Big Eight teams back together again?" Why can't all you teams just stay in your geographic location, dude? Conferences. Because I'm thinking about it now. Realistically, that conference would be, I mean, it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, K-State, KU, Iowa State, Nebraska, Missouri, and Colorado. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we would have to play Dion, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we get to play Colorado oh. again, so, you know, all that fun. Anyway, continuing here. As, That'd be uh, cool to go on a week trip to Colorado, bro. Oh, my God. Go up to Boulder for a game, watch Mizzou beat the fuck out of Colorado, see Ralphie run around. That'd be great. And just smash, just destroy, crippled Deion Sanders' Colorado team. Mm-hmm. KJ Jefferson. Oh. Oh, boy. Trace McSorley, your favorite quarterback. Throw it. Quarter, favorite quarterback. I am just a kid. He's just a kid from Briarwood. He's wearing number nine. <laughs> oh, God. Game. One of the greatest Ravens quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> what in the fuck is this? Is this the only other, The only other quarterback better Drew than Drew Brees? Sorely on the Ravens. Drew quarterback, Drew Brees. Drew Brees at Purdue. Better quarterback. That is nope, ever nope Colorado, Colorado. This was, is Stewart. Okay, oh, that's Colorado. Was, uh, was um, Joe Flacco. Mm. I mean, that did throw me off because I'm pretty sure Drew... They, uh, oh, I forgot about oh, that one. Beautiful thing. I forgot about that one. Guy's a Yankees fan. A yeah, thousand oh, 100%. Percent. 100%. Tebow. Oh, 
jump pass. How about that? Oh, oh, that looks like the Demetrius um, Harris to Zontari Co. touchdown, bro. that Florida documentary coming out on Netflix? Soon it needs to be. Yeah, the, the Swamp documentary coming out in August or something, right? In August? Mm-hmm. I think. Hey, look, Josh Rosen. Oh, the greatest quarterback of all time, Josh Rosen? <laughs> this was a great game. You mean better than Joe Montana? Yeah. Dog. People oh, were saying somebody, somebody tried to tell me this was the best game of all time. Dog, it wasn't even the best game that day. Mizzou and That's Davis Jr., baby. One of the best games that day. Yeah, it was one of the best games that day. Former Chiefs running back Niall Davis. But uh, the best game that day was Mizzou A&M. That one was fucking nuts. Listen, the only reason that this Iron Bowl is remembered is because of that finish. Blow for blow, that 2013 Mizzou A&M game was way better. Tommy just got a big-ass smile on his face for those at home. Because we're watching it's, Joe Burrow I know it's funny the craziest thing to watch this LSU team, because, like, you know, Joe Burrow getting fucking absolutely curb stomped by that UFC player. It's like, he, he took that so personally, he never lost oh, yeah. another college football game in his life. Uh, Plus having Jamar Chase oh and Justin Jefferson as your Oklahoma State, Ohio State correct. in Oklahoma. Wow. He caught that. Damn. What year was this? I don't know. JT Barrett year. That don't know. Hell yeah. Swag motherfucking Kelly, baby. Uh, and you know what's funny? This was the year after Ole Miss beat them in uh, Oxford. <laughs> I watched this game. They ended up winning this one, too. I didn't yeah, remember that. Yeah, that's the thing. I After didn't remember this, them winning two straight won, years. They won that beat them in Tuscaloosa. Also, I remember uh, Auburn, Oregon, in the BCS national championship. 2010. Yeah, he wasn't down, by the way. Yeah, he was never down. He was never down. Mm-hmm. So those deep performers at Oregon were that game were really good. Never way. down. Uniforms were good for Oregon. Oh, yeah. For, like, the highlighter yellow socks and all that, that uniform bang. This is one of the best moments in all of college football, and it doesn't get talked about enough, mainly for the crowd reaction. Plus, you watch watch 14. He said, don't touch it. He's like, oh, shit, he's running with it now. Fuck you, kicker. Fuck you, placeholder. Just some random dude with a cane waving it up in the gr- in, in the crowd. This was a great fucking Georgia Tech game, man. Look at that! Look at them! They're storming the field. They just beat number nine. Fucking world's, world's ending. Florida State just lost to Georgia Tech. Can they please show the LSU-Florida game where the fucking Florida player throws a shoe? <laughs> I don't know if that's one of the greatest moments that's in all football. That is an all-time moment, the right? Oh, no, the, that the Egg Bowl one was the one where the guy pissed on, the fake yeah. piss on the goalpost. Maybe, maybe don't he got flagged for it. Yeah. I went to that one is hilarious. Uh, Samuel. Who? I don't know who that is. Isn't that Debo? No. Oh, it might be Debo Samuel. Okay. Mmm. Yeah, this is one of the best moments of college football history. Too bad, bro. No. 
Renfro was on Bama. That's Hunter Renfro. Renfro's on Bama. That's Massage Watson with the touchdown. Ah, uh, the miracle of Jordan Hare. I still find it wasn't that wasn't this like the week before the Iron Bowl? Mm, it's a few weeks before. Oh, like yeah, it was like two or three weeks before the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's up to these. Oh days. no, Eric! Wait, hey, go back. look, go back, Tommy! It's oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. A ranked Nebraska, Nebraska. nonetheless, but struggling against an FCS school. Oh, this is ah the Amir Abdullah days. Amir Abdullah goaded, man. Amir Abdullah, so goaded. Go goaded lines running back. <laughs> goaded. Struggles to beat McNeese Nebraska State. Great, by the way. What is this Nebraska again? Yeah, this is the year they lost. This is like. Dude. Ew! Look at that. Uh, hey, how young go, go Tom Osborne is. Go back. That was one of those nasty white fiberglass suces in the crowd I saw right there in the corner of the end zone. That one? That's, that oh, white, that like white suces. That's the most nasty fiberglass ones, 1980. Oh, it was in the 70s, so... No, this was the 80s. But, yeah. Tommy's comment, look how young Tom Osborne is. Jesus Christ. Dude, just second, he is young. He looks so... We're gonna pause as Tommy's or as uh, Ben's gonna plug in his computer. Tommy, uh, your your thoughts on uh, the overall legacy of Tom Osborne while we have the second here? We don't get to hear often. Greatest from, coach of all time. We don't get often hear about uh, you know your your Nebraska fandom. It's mainly now your LSU fandom. Your thoughts. Fuck. Your thoughts. Where where is he ranked compared to Nick Saban? Is he better than Saban? I don't know. Well, Nick Saban is winning fucking 20 national championships. Yeah. All right, Ben, you good? Yeah, we back. We back. Here we go. We'll continue here. As they're celebrating the Orange Bowl, how about a little Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel, the homeless-looking Elliott. He should have gone to Mizzou, man. (laughs) Mizzou is in the lead for him, and then he... Oh, Ooh, smoke show. Oh, boy. It's a fake. It's a hey, fake. Guess what? He's wide open. <laughs> the Notre Dame band's just like, fuck. We just lost. Look at that. Young Brian it's, it's Kelly. It's LSU's coach, bro. <laughs> Young Brian Kelly. Damn. I was about to say Chip Kelly, but... <laughs> no, that is definitely not Chip Kelly. Yeah, this is one of the. That was one of the best ones ever. That was a great Rose Bowl that year. It was indeed. All right, there you go. That is the greatest moments in college football history, gentlemen. Uh, your thoughts on that? Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Man, why is it showing in my recommended after watching that? The Kansas City Chiefs versus Los Angeles Rams, Week 11, 2018, full game. Ooh. That, that might mean the one where they score all the fucking points? That might have yeah, to be a, a bonus episode. Yeah, it has 7.4 million views at 2 hours and 55 minutes. That might be a bonus episode, watch along. Don't know about that, maybe. 
That game was nutty. Wasn't it in Mexico, too? No, it was supposed to be in Mexico, but the field conditions were so bad they moved it to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, because I guess there was a concert the week before. Yep. Anyway, we got one more video this week. And guess what? We can't get copyright striked for this one. I should... It is... Oh, God. Oh, no! God. You look like your sister in this photo. <laughs> gentlemen, oh, gentlemen, it is now time for Omaha Onslaught Out of Context, which is available to watch on the B-Card YouTube channel. Are you ready? And we will go be pausing it. it as we go along to let some of the moments sink in here, because there are some fucking bangers in this. We start with a close-up of me. Here we go. I shaved the mustache off. <laughs> Dear God, Ben was right. Weird as fuck. Doggies! Doges! Doges! Labs! They're fucking labs, my guys! Don't just sniff Tommy. <laughs> I feel like that's an underrated moment. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> we'll go back. I feel like that's an underrated moment of the fucking trip, dude. You sniff me? My guys! Don't just sniff Tommy. Uh, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, do you know how hard it was to find that version uh, where it's just Ben recording you doing that instead of the one where you're zooming you in and out? The fucking turtles or whatever. Yeah, the tortoises. Like, the entire. By the way, any time that we were on that trip, we didn't record every time, but one of us would go. Anytime we saw him. All right, here we go. Rock's gonna buy all of it, Nick. Buy it all tomorrow. Hell no. One day it'll be us. One day. Okay. <laughs> Why did you sound like a girl? <laughs> we need to play that again. Because that was great. <laughs> the noise that Ben made, mainly. It's <laughs> like an a lot better than other wrestlers have. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. All right, here we go. This is where we murder Tommy. I honestly, Brock, if you would have given him a falcon arrow, that would have been even funnier. Ooh. Oh, you probably would have busted your fucking tailbone doing that, though. Oh, 100%. Here we go. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. Okay, folks. What we're gonna do? We're gonna snap Tommy's neck. Pop his back. <laughs> we're gonna snap Tommy's neck. No. I'll let you do that. Whoa. I, I could like uh. Tuck it in. Oh my god. Oh, ben. Ben Midrift. Ben Midrift. Ben. Ben Midrift. Tuck this in the front like this. <laughs> hey, I just want to pause right here. So we can react to how stupid Ben looks like that, by the way. Uh, ben looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> ben, That's defend, me on the daily. defend yourself. I'm not even going to try. That's right, Ben. Don't Part of the reason I can't one. get any women. Here we go. Here's a great moment that I don't think Tommy knew about happening. But Ben remembers it. Ben, don't perform me and drink that water, you little slut. I think I heard you guys say that, and I'm like, what the fuck are you oh. guys doing? Okay, this this might be the most underrated moment of the trip here. Tommy, your greatest line from Omaha Onslaught. You know, I'm trying to save Robin. <laughs> hey, cut that out. You, you want me to play that again, in case you didn't hear that? For everyone at home, here we go. That water, you little slut. You know, I'm trying to save Robin. Yo, Jaguars playoffs hat. 
council must decide Ben's fate for a Get away. Get, 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 go away. Go away. Council's decided. Yeah. It's the first time Ben's ever been the third base. Talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Kind of swifty with it. Where's he going? Dude, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so I look at it went from he kind of swifty with it to just Tommy He's just standing there. Tommy staring like a fucking creep. Cub. Mm, damn, Ben. Didn't know you were doubled up, cheeked up over here. Man, there's nothing worth of any value in this thing. They've really stripped it of all the copper. <laughs> Bro, I can't even comprehend that sentence. I can't comprehend that sentence. Mm -hmm. yeah, it just gets worse. All the copper. Accidentally drone strike the wrong base. Look at the dude in the background's reaction. He's like, it's a shit. He looked like Andrew Tate. Why does he look like Andrew Tate? Oh! Ah! Ah! Go, go back, go back, go back. Why does the guy look like? Why does the guy look like Andrew Tate? In the background. That's kind of like Andrew Tate, though. Tommy. It looks like one of the plankton. Tommy hitting the gritty. For the very first episode. Oh man, go back. Because we gotta keep watching how bad Tommy hit this gritty. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. And the seen. kid that bullied oh, me. It was two hours and five minutes. We just ran into a wild pack of wallabies and they hate Tommy. Brock's been uh, tweeting us from the toilet, right? <laughs> First of all, he was texting. I didn't re realize he, you said he tweeting. He said tweeting. He said tweeting. I thought tweeting from the toilet would rhyme. Oh, that was great. I don't think I ever picked that up. I thought you said texting. <laughs> I don't know if I remember what I was saying either. No more money being spent. Yeah. We'll see. Just Tommy running away. Why you run like that? I don't know. <laughs> I remember what he was running from, but I don't remember why he you ran mean, like one that. One of you dumbasses. No, you were running from Ben because I said, "All right, he's gone. Let's get out of here." There you go. That, oh, was... that was pretty good, man. That was Omaha Onslaught out of context. Uh, favorite part of it, gentlemen? Well, first off, I just want to say in my recommended, we have Kansas City Royals opening day vlog. Oh, uh, Omaha Onslaught hype. Mm. Heartland Championship Wrestling Invitational Tournament Round 2. <laughs> well, that's... And those are the three videos from... Oh, we have BTT Outspoken Season 2, Episode 1. Mm. Strange good guy. I got... BTT Outspoken Season 2, Episode 2, popping up. So. 
I also have uh, Brock's jersey collection and his top five or top ten favorite jerseys. Rise and Fall of Blue October episode one and the Omaha Onslaught blog. Tell me what you got popping up. Hmm? And I have Covenant Church of Naples PCA. What? Huh? What? <laughs> what? And church. Church. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, that was pretty good, Brock. You did well with that. Yes. Uh, coming out soon will be uh, just be card out of context. Ben, I'm gonna need you to send me your favorite clips from your vlogs out of context, so I can have that as well. And then uh, I'll compile that with the other vlogs that we've done. You could They're, probably find them pretty easy. Well, I mean, you did make a movie. You know that kind of had a lot of clips that were pretty good. So true, I guess. Anyway, uh, Tommy, no, where can you be found on Twitter? Uh, dude underscore Rex fourteen. The D and the R are capitalized. Mr. Ben. Um, I can be found at Elite Tiger Spores one. The E, the T, and the S are capitalized. I can be found on Twitter at Brock Gordon ninety nine. The B and the G are capitalized. I've been Brock Gordon, that's been Mr. Tommy Haley, and also Mr. Benjamin Duncan, along with Rocket the Cat and Bandit the Dog in the background. For a wonderful rest of your week, folks. We'll see y'all later.